needed a car, you could pick me up in Colorado. We could have an adventure. You know, the two of us. You'd want that? How far would you go for the girl you've always wanted? Sexy choice. Vintage 1971. How much would you do for a brother in need? Thank you for coming. You're welcome. Eve. I'll drop him off in Denver. I'll see you tomorrow. Breaker one, man. This is like a prehistoric internet or something. Can you do a woman's voice? How much fun <laughs> could you have? Hey there, this is Candy Cane. Who's this? Rusty Nail. If I were there, Rusty Nail, I'd make you feel good. This is turning me on. When the joke... I'll be at the Lone Star Motel. What room? Room 17. I can't wait. This is awesome! Is now on you. Who the hell is it? We had a little incident here last night. The victim was staying in room 17. What happened to him? Ripped his jaw clean off. This fall... So you guys ready for an adventure or what? Everything you say... Candy cane. We saw what you did to that guy. You pathetic, lonely freak show. We'll come back to haunt you. You really should get that fixed. Get what fixed? That tail light. Everything you see is going to terrify you. Everything you hear. Who's the pretty girl? He's watching us! Is going to drive you. Go, go! Over the edge. I'll leave it alone! Please! We'll do whatever you want! I want you two to head inside naked. So, how does it feel to be the freak in the room? Why'd you do it? It's just for fun. Just for a laugh. You don't feel like getting together in a motel later. Room 17. Do not be one minute late. Don't open the door! Don't open the door! So you still good or need me to drive? to the nightclub where we are the ones who fuck around with cb radios and find the fuck out i'm uh travis maxwell boone fresh off the road or well back on the road and uh i'm super fucking pumped to be here but i'm not alone tonight i'm joined by rusty Kane. that's me (laughs) (laughs) the rusty (laughs) (laughs) so i am your Constant pal, Grindhouse Zombie. And we are here to talk about a pretty rad movie with a good friend of ours. Mm. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> it's just a grunt from the ether. <laughs> well, she's back in that shit. I did this to myself again. Why did I do this? <laughs> <laughs> We've got with us actress and podcaster and friend of the show, Carly Sonnefeld. Carly. Thank you for coming back to the nightclub. 
yeah, thank you guys for having me back on. I had fun last time, and I think this will be a good time. Uh, this is definitely a movie that I've grown up with and really love, and I've seen it countless, countless times, so it should be pretty easy to talk about. Well, mm-hmm. first time watch for me. I thought Ooh. I had seen this before, but turns out I hadn't. So, yeah. Bam. Fun. Yeah, Carly had mentioned this movie last time she was on, and that's I was like, oh, shit, because kind of like her, I saw this when it came out, and I had the DVD. I watched it a bunch, always had a soft spot in my heart for this movie, and it's probably not one I ever would have picked, um, like, as in it's not on the forefront, but I'm glad that it's, like, going to get discussed because it is a lot of fucking fun, so... That's my history with that. Oh, well, we haven't even said what it is. Grindhouse, what, what are we talking about tonight? Grindhouse is taking a piss like an old man. Uh, typical, typical Grindhouse. And and, um, and I'm about to go fix a plate of food because supper's ready. <laughs> <laughs> so, Nightclub! I, so get ready I, to... I, gotta, I gotta go do that thing. I'm late for that thing. I gotta yeah. go do that. Oh, y'all just I leave. think okay. I left the oven on. Uh, I'll, I'll be back later. Yeah. Solo cast. Okay. Well, it was a long and lonesome road. <laughs> one brother, one fuck up brother, and one Paul Walker. Tonight's film is Joyride, also known as Roadkill in the UK. But we're going to talk about that shit. Do you, when, whenever you had, I assume you had the DVD. I'm just assuming. Let me ask you instead, Carly. Did you have the DVD? Um, yes. I want to. It's hard to, yeah, yeah, I would, yeah, I would have had the DVD. I was going to ask if you had watched, like, because back in the gap with these DVDs, the best part was, like, the special features, you know? That's that's mm-hmm. essentially why I loved having them, because I had VHS tapes and all that, but mm-hmm. with the, the DVD, you got the clearer picture, the clearer sound, but fuck all that. You got all the special features, and this DVD, from what I remember, had some cool deleted scenes and some, I think... At least one alternate ending, maybe two. And Grindhouse and I were talking pre-show, and I don't know which version of the movie I watched based on what he said about the ending. So we'll have to, I think we'll have to parse that out when we get there. But um, do you recall seeing some alternate endings to this movie? Um, Actually, yeah. See, when I was, I mean, um, I never really watched special features too much. So I was not aware that there were all these alternate endings. There's pretty much it's pretty much like a whole different movie. Um, this film, oh, which is interesting, like it's it's very di- like that whole third act is quite different. And I think I heard it. I think it was actually 22 shots of Moods and Horror. They did this um franchise part one, two, and three on their show, and they brought up those endings and that's that's the only time i ever heard about it and i was like that's weird because i like this movie but i'm so bad with special features so i did i i looked one up there is one at least one on youtube i want to say there's three alternative endings for this movie and so i'd watched the one on youtube but uh the ending like you know the ending that they ended up going with for pretty much every release i believe um is the one that I always knew and watched, but it, it's definitely interesting. They they took different routes. I think the ending that they do go with in the final cuts is probably the best. Um, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, but, without a doubt, without a doubt. Yeah, you wouldn't you wouldn't really think that with this movie that it would be that complicated and have all these different scenes and stuff. But yeah, here we are. So Hell yeah, I was expecting some things to go very differently. Um, so I'm intrigued to let's find out about the um the alternate endings because I in my head I was like it's probably going to end like this, but man, what if it ends more fucked up? Which <laughs> is kind of which is kind of what I wanted. So. You know, we'll see. Yeah, JG also agreed uh, pre-show that the with Carly that the the theatrical cut ending was probably the best suited for the film, mm-hmm. and I guess that that depends on what you want to get out of it, right? Um, but before we do get to tonight's movie, had a had a question or two for you, Carly. Last time we talked, um, you were working on Bathtub Shark Attack, and um, you were also in another film. Crackoons, and uh, the, the, is that's right, right? It was Crackoons, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah, yeah. I think I've, it's just Crackoon, Crackoon. Oh, yeah, oh so crack-coon. plural. Yeah. Okay, I haven't, I haven't gotten to see uh, either one yet, unfortunately. But I do think we have a link to Bathtub Shark Attack. We need to watch that shit. We do um, have a link to it. Yeah, and it was you got, uh, okay. I wasn't sure. I know um, the director. She was very overwhelmed with. The amount of people that did reach out, which is good, um, yep. but it was taking her a while to get back to everybody. So, good. I'm glad you do have the link at least. Um, yeah, that's what, uh, yeah. Bathtub Shark Attack is a, a like a hypno fever dream. It's it's. I want to fucking see so it. So interesting. There's a link. I I will share. I will share the link with you. We have a link, Ricky. So calm, <laughs> calm down, calm down. Take a deep breath. <laughs> we have access. I want to watch it. With... I can't. I've gone all hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> Teresa walks up and slaps him. <laughs> uh-huh. Um, we I want to watch it with you guys though. Like, I want to watch it all together. I feel like that'd be fun. Oh okay. hell yeah! That's you the got way it. it. Has to be. You got it. Yeah. Um. So when? Well, maybe I'm not sure if you know or not, but uh, and uh, if I'm not mistaken, Crackoon is already out, right? Like that's available. Mm, no, actually, it's not out yet. Um. Oh shit. I'm, sh- I'm not too sure when that'll be out. I gotta. I- I should touch base with the uh, director and just see where that's at in the process. Because he's already got like two sequels planned out for it too. So I don't. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. He's, oh, he's wow. not messing around. Yeah. But, that well, uh, that, that's yeah. a that's a deep well he's got with the crackoon. Crackoon, <laughs> yes. crackoon to the other rock. Yes. I, well, okay. Well, <laughs> why not? I mean, if Hell you're yeah. gonna capitalize and you're gonna make B horror, just enjoy the shit and just go. That's that's pretty awesome. Absolutely. As far as um bathtub shark attack, when will that baby drop? Um, so there are DVD there basically um there's limited DVD copies available right now. Um I was actually just talking to Madeline. Um she's a director and we've become pretty good friends and she just said that um, you know, she was kind of in the works of doing like a deal with a releasing company. Um you know, she was trying to get my opinion on it and see if it was like a good idea. And I, I mean, I think it is, um, you know, they'll release the movie and then put it on streaming sites such as Tubi and Amazon and such. But um, she still has to work that all out. So as soon as she does that, uh, which, uh, you know, hopefully I think she is going to go ahead with it. But, you know, obviously I'll share that around, let everyone know. But um, 
right now she does have DVD copies. I'm not sure that she's like selling them willy nilly because they are limited. I want to say she's just kind of selling them at the, you know, conventions that she goes to at the moment. So it's like it is out, but it's, you know, not as easily accessible yet. But once it becomes, you know, especially on streaming and such, I'll definitely be letting the masses know. I saw that you oh. just I saw that you just got cast in a short film. Can you tell us anything about that? Yeah, it's um it's just a little werewolf film. It's going to be called Lunar Falls. Um and it's shooting around here, which is nice. It's literally like uh 40 minutes from where I live, which is you know, a nice change cuz I've been kind of traveling a lot for a lot of roles. Uh the last one I did was in Michigan, which was, you know, a fun experience, but this one this one should be chill. It's, you know, like I said, it's a short, so it's not like a huge, huge production, but um, it sounds cool. And yeah, I, I'm not too sure when it's filming yet, so, but I'm looking. I'm definitely looking forward to doing it. Hell yeah. I fucking love werewolves. Oh, yes. Yeah, you, me you, too. You really can't go wrong. Well, outstanding. Well, when you get more information or if you know when we can see it slash support it, you let us know. All right. Thank you. So besides Lunar Falls, uh, you got anything else coming up? Um... As far as like filming, um, I do have another project that's going to be called Sticks and Stones. It's like a high school movie, which is kind of funny because I'm 26 years old and, you know, used to make fun of movies that have <laughs> 26 year olds playing high school students. But it's whatever. I still kind of look like I did back then, back in the day. Um, but I'm excited for that. That's not filming, though, until like n- this coming summer. So we still got a while, a while away before that even gets gets made but i'm one of the main characters so it is it is pretty exciting um nice. looking forward to it and another project i just finished up in michigan um that i i mentioned i went to michigan earlier to you guys um it's called the emasculator it's another shot on video project it is like a rape revenge style film very much inspired by like last house on the left and you know i spit on your grave all that all that fun stuff, uh, very just sleazy, different, kind of a unique twist at the end. And uh, I had a really good time making that uh, because it was just more of a serious role. And um, I just, it was a lot of fun to film. Um, the, that director, her name's uh, Susanna uh, Capistacy, and Tim Ritter was actually uh, helping uh, make that one too. So he was cool to work with. And Maddie obviously from bathtub shark attack work got to work on that as well i got to bring her out there with me and uh that was just that was a good time to make it was a very good experience and i i'm excited for that one that should i think that should probably be like finished by the end of this year and so i would assume it would be out early next year um but yeah other than that i mean um just did a part in a little music video for my friend Ben, um, who plays in Bathtub Shark Attack as the character Chad. Uh, so that was fun. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I mean, kind of like, you know, not, I don't really have anything as far as filming coming up besides that Lunar Falls and the Sticks and Stones. I don't have anything else scheduled. I've auditioned for two other roles, uh, but uh, those are kind of pending right now. We'll see if I get them. And if not, it is what it is. But uh, yeah, just kind of waiting. And like I said, uh, if you follow me on social medias like Facebook or Instagram, I'll definitely be sharing around uh, when stuff does drop, such as Crackoon. Carly, awesome. you're, 
You're taking that's, over the that's world. Crazy. Yeah. Oh, I don't know about all that. And, <laughs> and I love, I love that fucking title, Emasculator. That's yeah. Emasculator. yeah, that says it all, right? <laughs> yeah, that's dope. Emasculator. That's, that sounds scary and kinky and amazing all at the same time. Yeah, like, that's what I think. I think that's what you'll get. This movie, this movie's going to be an odd one. I think it's going to be. Well, kind of, I think one of you said bathtub is kind of like this hypnotic, like weird, trippy ride. I think this movie will be even more so because it's one of those ones where it's like, again, kind of in the vein of Last House on the Left, I feel like, where it's serious, but then some like goofy stuff like Last House, you have like goofy music and stuff going on. This movie kind of does that, too, with just like stuff that probably shouldn't be funny but like comes off funny and it, it's weird it's definitely a weird film and uh i really like the director's vision on it and she's like just a big fan of like you know sleazy cinema and stuff like that so uh i'm looking forward to seeing how it all turns out basically i'm, I'm sold it sounds amazing to me yeah Thanks. well yeah and last house on the left is both hollowed and sacred ground but also very difficult subject matter so for somebody to try to I, I, I like take that under their wing and sort of reapproach it that's that's brave that's very mm-hmm. brave mm-hmm. right very yeah, very sure. controversial and but you know story uh, i mean not saying it's awesome when it happens but it's a story that needs to be told like <laughs> you know what, what i'm saying like like it, it deserves its place in 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 cinema and that's when I don't know. Sometimes people are like, why is this subject matter in a movie questioning it? And, you know, why does it have a place? And it's like, well, sometimes you got to shine a light on the dark spots, you know, because there's assholes in the world that do that. That's why. I mean, and so it's like if we shied away from everything that assholes did, what would we be filming for? And especially in the in the vein of horror movies, what would we be filming? Just. Yep. It'd be it'd be lore, and maybe there's vampires, maybe there's this, but there's a lot of real world horror that happens, and I don't think that you know putting a spotlight on it is a bad thing. I mean, and if people react negatively, well, I, I mean that's fair. You you can feel how you feel, um, sure. but I think when it comes to horror, I mean, I think we've all, you know, we're all horror fans here, so I think we all know that horror generally is not like rainbows and panda bears it's just not you know it's it's a it, it's a dark deep place that often deals with some pretty serious subject matter but oh or we could have a pan, a killer panda bear movie where it like fucking it's like a leprechaun panda bear because you got to follow the rainbow and this thing comes sliding down just black and white beating the shit out of you fucking with bamboo sticks come on dude pandas fucking yeah fucking vietnamese bamboo torture panda bear movie <laughs> yeah yeah yeah. Oh, yes he'd panda be caning bear. people's feet he'd be like tying them down and letting the fucking bamboo grow through them and shit that's a Viet Cong yeah. shit, man all while shoving sitting... them under the fingernails and shit yep. all while sitting yeah, on, well. a, on a throne made of bamboo and slowly <laughs> chewing a piece of bamboo I, uh, yeah oh, okay i'm yeah. there i'm there let's <laughs> make it Carly went well. I was gonna say whenever we make our panda film, we're gonna call you. <laughs> I was gonna say I want the I want the lead I want the lead part in that. You got well, it. What is the what is? I want to play the panda. What's the title? Oh, I got it. I got the title. It's the pandemic. 
That's what it is. I got the, there. It is. Oh, it's right in itself. This is beautiful. Okay, I'm just gonna roll. Okay, with it. I was Car- thinking Carly's like Rainbow cool. Panda surprise, but you know. Okay, I well, I, no, I think the panda amic, the panda amic, something like that. But I panda- think I think Carly's gonna star as our pandanima. Well, no, but I think Carly will star as our sort of like. I don't want to use the word unwitting, but like as our zookeeper who's taking care of the pandas, but then the pandas have found something and it's, it's, it's almost right in itself. This is beautiful. Okay. Well, I got a camera and I got uh, SD cards. Let's go. So there's like, <laughs> so there's like a virus that's being passed to like <laughs> pandas and making them do all this shit to people. Oh, and it's mm-hmm. in the, it's in the bamboo. That's the best part. Yeah. That's, that's, oh. yeah. I'm with it. I'm with it. Eyes turn green and it's like, all you hear is, and that's when you know the pandas are coming because they're munching on bamboo. Oh, I love it. I love and, it. And they still don't want to reproduce at all. They're just too lazy to, to have sex. But they're lazy to kill <laughs> oh, everybody. No. no, no, no. No, no. It's the torture and shit that turns them on. <laughs> no. So, the, so, yeah. Yes, yes. Yes. The, the pandas are into BDSM and shit like, okay, well, why not? Yeah. I can have getting, a, I can have a, I can have so a, epic. <laughs> a black, a black masked panda, but like all the way black faced panda, like just, wait, you know, what? Like, like he's got a, zi- a, a panda with like a zippered mask, you know, and he's just, and he just, oh, un- like in a gimp suit. Yes. And oh, he just, I got, he just, I got, wow. <laughs> yes. Okay. Yeah. Not what I was talking about at all, but he just unzips the mask slowly to eat a little more bamboo and then zips it back up. Yeah, this is ready to sell. Okay, well, (laughs) (laughs) okay, yeah, all right. Well, let's let's go ahead and uh, switch some gears. Like we're driving down the fucking middle of the desert highway. Tonight's movie is Joyriding. If you haven't seen tonight's film, what you're gonna want to do is become siblings with Steve Zahn because he's fucking hilarious. And you're going to want to bail him out every time he fucks up. Install a CB radio. I don't care if you've got a moped or a scooter. Just install a CB radio and start fucking with every trucker you can. I think you just uh, step off a cliff and fall deeply into Paul Walker's deep blue eyes and realize that as, huh? a, as a straight heterosexual man, I want nothing more for than him to make love to me. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa. Nice. Okay. Well, that, I was gonna say something funny, but I won't top that. So <laughs> that was a revel. That was a revelation, especially for coming from Grindhouse. The, thank you for that. That is now a sound bite. The well, way the same well, the same way he's gonna the, bite you on your ass. <laughs> Paul Walker is a beautiful, beautiful man. He's a me, a mediocre actor at best, but he <laughs> but but he has he has a presence that's undeniable, and he just. And there's a couple of there's a couple of scenes in this movie where he says like there's a scene when um, he comes out and his brother is having a CB installed in his car and he says the word car. When he says the word car, I see every Fast and Furious movie in my head in an instant, oh, and it's like <laughs> oh, but it's sort of great at the same time. So let's All just right. roll. Let the ritual begin.
Joyride is a 2001 American mystery thriller film. That's what the fucking Wikipedia says, but I'm saying fuck that. It's a mystery thriller horror movie uh, directed by John Dahl. And I was surprised by this during the credits. Last night, we watched this in the uh, Swamp Donkey on our nightclub Discord. Yes, that's right. The nightclub has a Discord, and it's fucking cool. So link in the show notes for that. This movie was written by J.J. Abrams, along with Clay Tarver. J.J. fucking Abrams wrote this movie. No, that makes a lot of sense, actually. Well, it sort of of does and it doesn't at the same time, where it's like, really? Like, didn't you do a couple of Star Wars movies? Yeah, I... Still, and I will say, not having watched this in a very, very long time, this movie is way better than I thought it was going to be. It's way better. Um, well, the only thing stranger than finding out that J.J. Abrams wrote this movie was finding out that M. Night Shyamalan wrote Stuart Little. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay, oh, fair what? enough. Fair yeah, enough. That, that's a true true. I'm giving y'all the true true. I didn't know um, that. Yeah, I was I was blown away. This movie stars Paul Walker as Lewis Thomas. Steve, the fucking bayest goddamn Bayzon as Fuller Thomas. Uh, Lily Sobieski's, um, I'm just going to say her name all fucked up all night. Sobieski. Lily Sobieski. Lily yeah, Sobieski. I know, I know yeah. how, but I'm just going to do it because okay. I want. As Vina Wilcox and um, some other folks, including, and this is the one that I wanted to mention because I was wondering who did the voice for uh, Rusty oh. Nail. Yep. It turns out. Buffalo it's, Bill. Yep. Mm-hmm. It puts yeah. a lotion in the basket. It puts the lotion in the basket. Yeah, man. Yeah, right, really fuck. dope. Well, and you see, you see in the um, like the deleted scenes and the alternate endings where it's a totally different voice. So, I I didn't see anything online about this, but I wonder if they went back and redid the voice, kind of like they did for I don't know Darth Vader, um, mm-hmm. because the voice of rusty nail in the deleted scenes and the alternate endings is not anywhere near as profound as it is in this in the mm. final cut so it's it's just it really would have been cool if they would have got a uh, homeboy to play him like in real life like in the on right. camera well i think you're right but at the same time though i think the one thing this movie does well is it uses the voice to its, its advantage and it doesn't really ever show you who rusty nail is it doesn't really give you here is my face kind of thing, you know, because I mean, because Ted Levine is uncredited in this movie. So it's like, yeah. it's like he showed up for like 15 minutes and did some like break a break a good buddy stuff. That's what he did. But the well, voice is the voice is what sells this movie. That's what sells you, it. You were saying you didn't. And so this is to go back. You didn't see anything. He was brought in post-production. So they decided to use a different voice after the fact. Um, yeah. So, yes, it was shot. Darth Vader style, but do do you know who was originally considered for the role of Rusty Nail? I do not. I really wish this movie existed because fuck Ted Levine, fuck that fucking discount Leatherface. It should have been Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> what? <laughs> hey, hey, yo, hey, hey, yo, hey, candy cane. Yeah, yo, candy cane. You want to meet me over by the steps and we'll do some laps? Yeah. Hey, no. Candy cane. No. Candy cane. I didn't hear no bell. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You're the disease. I'm the cure. Yeah, I don't, I don't, God, I don't, I can't see it. He, I can't. He would have been, he would have been on the road and he'd be like, I am the road. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. I, yeah, I don't see it. I think I, with the post production work, I think 
not showing the face of Rusty Nail and then using Ted Levine. Ted Levine has got such a profound voice. And he just, when he just comes in and he's like, Candy Cane. Can you help me me move some stuff in my van? Yeah, I did. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I have this big barrel of lotion. There's a big barrel of lotion I need to move. Can you help me, Candy Cane? Yeah. It puts the lotion on his skin. (laughs) Yeah, yeah, there's no, I mean, I'm just going to say it now. His voice is the scariest and most unnerving part of this entire movie, you know, and. looking at the deleted scenes and looking at the alternate endings, something about not showing him is like, what is great about this movie? It's like, you never really see him, you know, a full frontal. This is my mug. Let's just go. And I, that part of it is what's great for me. I get chills when he does the whole, like, I like the rain speech. He does yes, like yes. twice in the movie. I'm, I get chills every single time. It's, it's perfect. Yeah, that was really good. Uh, well, and the, and quite a bit myself. And the full blown butt puckering sentence when he's like, "You really should get that fixed," and he's like, "What? Your tail light?" <laughs> I mean, come on! If you if you don't get a butthole pucker and a zip up your spine when that happens, you're just not living. You're not living your best life. You're just not. Guess who was originally considered to play uh, Paul Walker's character? Um, I don't know. Just tell me. Fucking Toby Maguire. Oh, oh I knew that. Oh, that would not have worked. That no, man. I I want this alternative movie. I'm just saying, fuck. <laughs> I I, I want to see Tobey Maguire and Sylvester Stallone doing the goddamn thing with Steve Zahn. Though you don't get rid of Steve Zahn. In fact, that boy needs to be in more things, in my opinion. See, I have yeah. a problem. I have a problem with that because I hate Steve Zahn. I hate him. <laughs> like wow, You're as a person, as a person, as a character, just as a human being, he just he just ruffles my feathers the wrong way. Damn, I don't know what to say about that. Um, there was a clown named Rusty Nails who was the inspiration for Krusty the Clown on The Simpsons. And there was also Who the another... fuck don't like Steve Zahn? Grindhouse. <laughs> I'm sorry, I was getting a beer. Grindhouse don't. Not me. What I love the him. fuck? I don't know, man. What the heck? Yeah. Okay, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> um... Yeah, so there are some other Rusty Nails. There's a Rusty Nails director. There's all kinds of Rusty Nails out there that you could scratch yourself on. But and, how many uh, Rusty Canes? Just you, baby. Just you. Sweet. Um, I don't have a lot a lot more trivia for this movie that I found very interesting. Technical stuff, whatever, but nothing nothing all that dope in my opinion. Oh, I do I did want to bring up because this is our Halloween month and um we we like to do, you know, the extra spooky spooky. stuff. The extra spooky, yeah. But yeah, the spooky stuff. This movie might not be considered a Halloween-style film. not And I don't mean Carpenters. I just mean a Halloween feel, a vibe. But this movie came out in October back in 2001. So suck it, all you haters. Yeah, bro. Just wanted to get that, get, get that in real quick. And it's a Christmas movie, too. Because <laughs> <laughs> why not? Nails, like... Merry Christmas, everybody. <laughs> well, there's there's a fucking Santa in the jail when he goes bail his brother out. There's a fucking Santa yep. in like the drunk yep. tank. Oh <laughs> shit, that's true. Oh, I, I, never... Huh, I never realized. I never noticed that. Let's end well, the show over... now. I have to rewatch the movie. <laughs> you know what? Let's just watch it. Let's just watch it. <laughs> 
they're over in California and shit on a road trip, so I guess it makes sense that it doesn't have to be snowing and everything for it to be Christmas over there. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's never snowing over here when it's Christmas. Yeah. They are leaving for a break, so is it winter break? Must be. True. Must be. Oh, good point. Good point. Yeah. Joyride. I there was summertime. The most underrated Christmas movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> holiday movie holiday movie holiday movie oh yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll we don't know that. we don't know if it takes place in december but probably close there's an awful lot of desert dryness for it to be christmas but i can maybe see it yeah but that's because you live in the great white north where where it never gets above 40 degrees this movie needed some head and shoulders it was so dry for real <laughs> Just saying. all right let's dive into this and uh have a joy ride y'all Let the good times roll, partner. basically about two brothers it's it's just about two brothers it makes me want to do the rick and morty skit two brothers (laughs) y'all go watch that if you haven't but it's about these uh these brothers it's uh thomas and and fuller oh no wait lewis and fuller excuse me and uh i guess they have like a rocky past lewis thomas and fuller okay got it that's one of them is that their last name maybe it might be i think it is yeah i will defer i just said edit but i already forgot it <laughs> sorry um i think it's lewis that's gonna yeah it is you're right lewis thomas lewis is gonna go pick up his uh his old childhood friend and and someone he's you know crushing on really hard Vina, played by Libby soskoboski and he's uh for, <laughs> he's, uh, <laughs> he's forced to stop in uh salt lake city to pick up his fucking fuck up brother you know, everyone's got somebody in their family that just keeps making the wrong choices. Sometimes it's you. And I'm just speaking royal, the royal you, not y'all. I'm not saying y'all are the fuck ups, but, you know, I've been the fuck up before. You know, So things happen. But um, he's basically got to stop and get his brother out of jail, which I would get a no. And I think it's his older brother, too, if I'm not mistaken. I think I think Fuller is the older. It is. The, it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah. He makes a comment about him being taller now. So, yeah. Yeah, he's got to fucking get him, bail him out of jail. I guess that's when we see Santa Claus. So now his brother's just going with him. And Steve, I will admit, Steve Zahn's character does some annoying shit. Like if I was, if I was, uh, Lewis, if I was fucking Paul Walker, I'd be like, dude, can you stop on. punching me in the shoulder and yelling like a fucking five year old? Yeah, yeah, I and, agree. <laughs> and without permission, installing CB radios into my car, they're drilling holes into my fucking car now. But I'm hey, he talked he talked him down to forty bucks. I mean, so come on, right? Well, see, and this is why I do love Steve's on because I'm also on his side because I think a CB radio would be cool. I don't know how far I would have taken this joke. I really feel like I'd go all the way with him because this whole movie is about a big joke that gets played and and goes really sideways. That's why I said we we fuck around and find out. Because that's what they yeah. do. We mm-hmm. just like to have a good time. <laughs> we just want to pass a, a good time, chef. Man, what? Have a laugh. 
Well, but that's that fine that's, line between trying to have a good time and fucking with the wrong person, you know? And there, yeah. cause there are people on the earth that, Hey, might like a good joke when you're in with friends, but when you fuck with somebody like hardcore and I'm sorry, inviting someone to a hotel room to get a little bit of a shwinky shwank on the side, that's fucking with somebody, especially when they show up and it's a heavy set, racist, angry white dude. I mean, <laughs> come on. That's just like that, that joke's over, you know? Oh, last night we were watching this and snap was like, um, is this a haunted car movie? And I was like, yeah, it's haunted by the ghost of Paul Walker. <laughs> oh. <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's not too soon. That's It's not too soon. That's fine. Yeah. I wish no, it were. It, no, it ends up being kind of like a, like a more focused and a slightly better told version of Duel, you know, Spielberg's movie. Um, yeah. But at the same time, because you they do go kind of out of their way to give you a lot of character development. And, you know, especially when when Venna finally gets into the, you know, into what's happening. Um, there's Which comes little, way later. It comes way later. It comes yeah. way later. But I think that's where we finally build a little bit of our like dichotomy because she she does kind of have a have a, a different kind of hips way for each brother, you know, and it's a little like, hmm. What's going on here? So, I, still, like I said, I, I haven't watched this movie in years, and I forgot how fucking fun it was. I, I and it's I'm kind of disappointed in myself that I did not, you know, it, it hasn't hasn't stayed in my we rotation. Yeah, we we are too. Yeah, we're very disappointed in you. I'm glad Carly you. brought you up to speed. So, Carly, <laughs> this whole opening of the film, like the brothers getting together, <laughs> the 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 CB shenanigans starting. Did you did you watch this like prior to uh, the show? Yeah, yeah, of course. How you how you feeling about all this? Is it bringing back? Oh, when's the last time you actually watched this movie? Because for me, it had been like over ten years. Oh well, I just <laughs> I actually just watched it uh, this year recently because um, we covered it on Slumber Party Massacre, which actually was an episode I ended up having to skip for some reason. So, but I had watched. I'd watch Joyride. We were doing like prank movies and stuff. Um, but <laughs> you, even even nice. then, though, this is a movie. This has always been like a comfort movie to me. So it's one that I'll put on like every so often. It's not one that I kind of, you know, just forget about for 10 years at a time or anything. Like every, you know, every so like, often. Like Grindhouse. Yeah, like he does. <laughs> With what? I'm I'm a little lost. Oh, no. You're talking about comfort food movies, or is that what you're talking about? He forgot to take his medicine. Oh fuck, he's lost. He's confused. Oh, I forget oh. that all the time. What's your point, Sleepy no. Brent? <laughs> I don't even remember what the joke is anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sleepy too. I'm sleepy Rick. So don't worry about me. It, it might be funny when we hear it back later. I don't know. I was asking Carly about like how how the, if this was bringing back the nostalgia, but she she watched it so. She already has the nostalgia. It's already built in. Yeah. Would you go? Would you go this far with Steve's on on a prank? Like, would you be like, you know, because what? How's the prank go again? Like, how do they set this up? I mean, they're well, just screwing around with the CB radio, and they they're like, "Who the hell's this guy?" When Rusty Nell starts talking about rain and shit, and so they just start doing. No. Oh yeah. Oh what? Yeah. What happens was uh, Steve Zahn is acting like. Uh, black sheep or whatever 
and he he just tells Paul Walker they're screwing around with each other basically he's just like hey do that sexy girl voice so then like they're pretending that they're flirting with each other and then Rusty Nails like kind of wants in on it and you know then they're like oh oh you know pretend this (laughs) and that but the answer is anyway no no because I I feel really bad about things. Even if I do like a practice, if like everyone wants to do like a practical joke on someone in real life, that's not even like harmful. I like feel bad making people look like an idiot. So I definitely yeah. would not do, do this. Like I would not send some guy yeah. to a hotel room who may or may not, you know, get murdered. It's like, I don't know. That's too, way too far. I'd be a nervous wreck. Same, same. I like that. Well, and, and I hope I remember to say this when we get to it, because it's, I like the line Steve Zahn delivers after the in the aftermath of of what you know happens with this prank gone wrong, but yeah, they they have handles, and I was telling Snap this is like the modern day internet. And right after I said that, that was a line in the movie, and I was right, like, right, I didn't remember that line. Like I'm being a hundred percent honest, but I enjoyed that line myself. I was like, this is this is neat. This is like fucking with people in a chat room. Exactly. <laughs> Hey, exactly. my my very first car, my 1973 El Camino Supersport had a CB in it. That's now, terrible. I never did figure out how to work it because I was usually too busy trying to get the car to start and run. Um, <laughs> so I didn't have a lot of time for that. But like, yeah, I mean, like, so nostalgia wise, oh, yeah, this is totally a like, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and to your point about it being the call it the precursor to the Internet. And then to Carly's point about like fucking with somebody. <clears throat> Okay, it makes for a good movie. It does. But I'm honestly kind of like, unless your name is Travis, I am wholeheartedly against fucking with people for the sake of fucking with people. Like, Travis, oh. I'll fuck with all day long. Well, come on. He he knows he's my brother. But like, it's because you know him. Yeah, but it's, I mean, there's a part of, there's a part of what they're doing that is so mean at its core. Because yeah. I mean, like, imagine this guy's just normal. He's just normal. And he's right. just driving a truck. He's going, you he's know, just he's just a normal, lonely dude, bro. Yeah, and he's and he's driving. You, you, he's you're driving spelling a, out my theory. You're spelling yeah. out my theory. Keep going. Yeah, and he's just driving OTR, and it's like, hey, there's this, you know. And I mean, and Candy Cane. Let's be honest here. Candy Cane is a little bit of a, <clears throat> I don't know. She's not the, uh, oh, what is the best word for this? She's not a very practical gal. She's just kind of like, well, whoever shows up gets to come into my room. I, and so, I mean. But to just be like fucked with like that, it's, I mean, part of what everything happens like after this with Rusty Nail, there's a part of me that gets it because fucking with somebody like that is just cruel. Sure. It's just yeah, cruel. For sure. So I mm. sort of get it. Like, I'm not I sure do, I'd kill people, but like, I'd be pissed. I do. I do. I will stand by my word from earlier. I do feel like I would kind of go as far as he does based on the altercation that happens. So. Well, that's how they justify it going as far as it does. Is they wouldn't have done right. that unless it was to get back at the other guy. Right. You know, which that guy, and that guy fucked that guy. I don't know if he deserved to be killed he didn't by, deserve what by happens. No. I don't know if he deserved to be killed by Rusty Nail, but he just definitely deserved a fucking ass whipping. At, so. at least, at least, because he got physical. If he never would have got physical, words shouldn't incite violence. Well, hell, we opinion. don't know. I don't if, care who hell, you are, but hell, we don't know if he died, do we? No, he didn't. Oh well, then it, fuck it, him. It, yeah, he got it. Well, but you, God touch damn, the, man. touch somebody, touch somebody, get ready, get your jaw ripped off. Yeah, that's ex- it's extreme. Yeah. Um, 
the, yeah, the, the brothers stop at the Lonesome Star Motel or whatever it's called. And Steve Zahn goes in to get the room. And there's that what Grindhouse called the heavy set racist guy who's been up for two days. And he he's laying into the clerk who is of Indian descent and just saying the most not the most racist shit, but he's saying some racist shit. Just being it's, a racist bitch. Yeah. It's pretty racist. Yeah. It's pretty fucking yeah. racist. He's a, he's a big, fat, stupid racist. And uh, yeah, there's there's that. Yeah. And Steve Zahn's like, hey, man, can I just get a room like real quick while you're yelling at this guy? And he's like, you know, super fuck. entitled. He's like, the fuck you say? <laughs> yeah. He's like, you best take care of your own shit. And he fucking pokes him in the chest. And Steve Zahn's just like, peace, man. Which like, I poke me in the chest like that, bro. I'd rather you bump into me. Like, yeah, like I'd be. I'd, I'd rather be, you body yeah. check me. Than I'm do a that different shit. I'm a, I am a different person too, and I don't mind confrontation at all. So I'd be, I'd be all up in that dude's face, which is not the smart thing to do. I get that, but I was bullied when I was young, so I think that's why right, I'm right. like the way I am. But Me um, too. I don't, I, I don't. It. Yeah, it's like I go back to that feeling, and I'm like, not again, not today, and not you, you fuck. Um, well, yeah, and you have two courses of action, right? You have the either stand up or you have curl into a ball like a hedgehog. Um, and he well, does. Or be or don't deal or don't yeah. deal with it. I well, mean, but, better. Well, but he but does. Sometimes, yeah, sometimes you a... got to deal with it. Sometimes mm. you feel for your own feelings. You feel like you got to deal with it. Well, yeah, there are people in the world that deserve to have their asses kicked just because of who they are and some of the shit that comes out of their mouths. And 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 this, especially in this one scene, it's like when he's like, "Where's the real manager?" You know, I don't want to talk right. to any, I don't right. want to talk to anybody who's brown. He's, and it's like he said he wants to fuck? talk to the white one. Yeah, it's yeah. like what the fuck does that have yeah. to do this with this guy? Language is English. Yeah. This, oh, yeah. Guy, this guy, I want to say maybe he fucked around and, and found, found out. out. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's yeah, he he's did. he's honestly, honestly, he's the most hateable character in the movie. He's Absolutely. the most hateable character. Even more Even, than Rusty Nail. <laughs> oh, yeah, he, oh, but it, with Rusty yeah. Nail, though, with Rusty Nail, you can get it because he got fucked with. This other guy did not get fucked with. He's just an asshole. Okay? Mm. There's a difference I mean, between... Rusty Nail's definitely a psycho, but I can get behind a psycho. I can't get behind that's my an point. asshole. That's my point, too. If you're a psycho and then you get fucked with, well, then you kind of get what you get. Like, to your point, you fucked around and found out. But just to exist as an asshole, it's like, oh, come on. Like, really? No, Car- just Carly. No. How would you handle this situation if you encountered this fucking guy at the desk while you're trying to get a room? And it's not a judgment call. I'm just wondering, you know, as, as our guest, and we're all saying how kind of we would deal with it. What do you What do you think you would do with this fucking guy? Um. Well, you know, it does it does hit home because uh, JP, of course, my my buddy, uh, he is a front desk agent, and I used to work at a hotel, like you know, just doing housekeeping and stuff, but I've seen entitled pricks act like this to the front desk staff, and I always say, like, hey, I'll, I'll pretend to be, I'll pretend to be an under, you know, I'll go undercover and pretend to be another guest, and I'll tell them to, like, go fuck themselves and stuff, so I think, um, you know, I, I'd probably, like, step in for sure, yeah, I don't care how big the guy is, especially because I'm a girl, I'm like, you know, kind of have that advantage. He's probably not gonna, probably not gonna try to beat right. me up. Most likely, most likely, he's not gonna do that. Yeah. yeah. So Steve's on. Like, I like how he kind of comes in and he's like kind of a smart ass. He's just like, 
hey, can I get a room? You know, I, I love towels. I won't be mad about it. Because that's what right. this is mad about. He's like, <laughs> like another maid comes asking about towels. It's so stupid. And like, but that's totally what I would do. And then, yeah, but the difference is I probably wouldn't, like, if the guy, like, turned to me and said something, I wouldn't just be like, okay, whatever. I'd end up, like, flipping out. And then it would become a big fight and the cops would probably be called. But anyway, yeah. It, so like I wouldn't I wouldn't just like stand back and not say anything though I I just couldn't. What do what do I the think brothers? He was, I think he was probably just like man I just got out of fucking jail, you know like I gotta be walking on eggshells in society right now. <laughs> well, that doesn't think, stop him with anything well, else. Kinda, right? yeah, for, kind of, sure. yeah, kind of. For sure, that's a good point. <laughs> Maybe he just didn't want to get his ass kicked. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was formulating because he seems like a clever character. Um, it, what, oh, it, you think he was? You think he was planning it right then and there, bro? Maybe like the wheels maybe. were already turning. I would think so. Mm-hmm. I, maybe he's I just a little. Think so he's a little devious, fucker, bro. Hmm. So what? What do these? He's brothers a little. Do? He's a little Lannister, <laughs> <laughs> plotting and scheming his way through life. Yeah. What well, do the, what do these brothers decide to do, guys? What is the big prank of the movie? I mean, we've alluded to it, but what what well, exactly? Carly, please spell it out for us. What 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 happens right here? All right. So, dude goes back to the car, and he's like, "That guy was mean." And then Rusty Nail comes back over the over the old uh, intercom, and then that's when Steve Zahn's light bulb really goes off, and he's like, "Tell him you want to meet up." So they. Pretend to be Candy Cane, well, Paul Walker does with his sexy Candy Cane voice, and says to Rusty <laughs> now, like, hey, how about I blow off Black Sheep and take a chance with you? And then he's all like, and bring a bottle of pink champagne. It's my favorite. I like and- I like the inclusion of the pink champagne. I like that. I forgot. <laughs> I wanted to name myself Pink Champagne Rick, but I forgot. <laughs> It's so oh. funny too when he when you do get to the whole meetup thing and they're listening through the wall, you can literally hear Rusty and Albion saying like drink champagne or something. Like Which that. is the best. <laughs> Wait, oh, it's the best. It's like Our... poor guy. He actually went and bought a bottle and everything. But but yeah, essentially they tell they get Rusty Nell to go to the racist guy's hotel room as a joke and um you know, cuz it, it is more so like it's more of a joke on Rusty Nell than anything thing like it's not you know the guy's like annoyed because he's knocking on his door i guess but like rusty now is the one that's gonna end up being humiliated so right mm-hmm. yeah so kind of it's kind of stupid when you really think about it but um right. you know either way they all they accomplished is waking that dude up at midnight right yeah that was yeah that was like the big like haha to him but it's really rusty now that's like completely embarrassed so but you I know brought, i brought the pink champagne I brought it for. Oh, I did it. I, I'm not gonna lie. Like, I, and I knew where this was going, because you know, I just because yeah, you're because you're thoughtful and insightful, Rick. That's why. Sure, sure. We'll go with that. The fan, but I still, but I still felt bad. I was like, man, they playing my boy bad. <laughs> my boy's down bad, and look how they playing him. My favorite thing is the next morning when they come out the room and the sheriff's interrogating Fuller. Not interrogating, he's just asking questions, but he's like, so this what did sheriff you... sheriff is something else. Oh, my bad. Yeah, this ain't the sheriff yet. It's just like a, a cop, but he's like, so what yeah, did you hear? Guy... And I like Steve's on being like, well, I heard these sounds. It's like, ur, ur, ur. wait, then he's like, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. 
<laughs> like he, he's trying to redo it and I, I don't know i just found it funny but this is when it really starts to fucking open up and it's like oh so upon questioning these guys they are responsible for this fucking trucker show well supposed alleged trucker who knows to the cops but this dude shows up and yeah ricky the sheriff he is so this fucking mad. guy <laughs> Oh, I, I was talking about the cop because just the, his mannerisms and that toothpick. And that the toothpick he, and the big teeth. Yeah, the big old teeth, bro. That guy is actually one of the brothers from the original Mother's Day. Fun fact. No. Drop Which yeah. knowledge. Which one was he? The short one? Um, hmm. That's as far as my knowledge goes. I forget which one. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't seen Mother's Day nearly as much as this, but yeah, he's... I he forget. I don't remember their names or anything. Ike or I don't know. I don't know. I just know they had the the big one, and he was a big dumb punk rocker, and the little one was like a little disco nerd. <laughs> and <laughs> they like argued. That. They argued about disco and punk. That was fun. The stack of files that the sheriff slams on the desk back at the police so station. Good. Yeah. Yeah. This, yeah. This, the head sheriff guy is is a yeah. ten. Yeah, this is yeah. all the bullshit I have to deal with. <laughs> this is yeah. my pain in the ass stack. <laughs> it's the other brother, not Ike. It's the yeah, other that's, one. It's yeah, the that's, other one. Okay. Yeah, that's Jim Beaver. And Jim Beaver has been in a, a handful of everything. He was in Supernatural. He was in Justified. I mean, he's been all over the place. Good character nice. actor then. Mm, hell yes. Nice, nice. Yes, yeah. absolutely. Well, he, yep. And his uh, that makes sense because his little cameo right here is fucking strong. Like, he's very right. memorable. Because of oh, how much yeah. he yells at them about the... See, now, is this what... what In a real-life situation, they caused the... No way they're telling them to leave. That was dumb as fuck. Yeah. They would hold, they would hold them boys as long as they could yes. just to make sure they were not the ones who fucking killed the guy. But also, but... Would, would they take them to the... Because this is where you find out that um, racist guy did not get murdered yet. He's not dead. He's in they, a coma. Right. Yeah, really? here he is. Potential murderers. Here he yeah, is. Yeah, and no, they would not. They right. would not. Yeah, they would not haul him out as a circus attraction. They would not do that. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> yeah, no. here's here's the bearded man, and here's the guy that swallows swords, and here's the guy that got half of his face ripped off and is in a coma. They would not do that. I'm thinking they're taking a little look see might refreshify your memory. Even though it, it's not ex- it's not extremely graphic because a you never see it happen you just see you know what's left of this the guy's aftermath. face yeah mm-hmm. but it's still gnarly looking because you see his teeth and he has no bottom jaw and he's laying in a hospital yeah, bed with a fucking yeah it's gnarly this my fa- it was my favorite part I was like what yeah. that makes me that makes me hate myself I hate this. <laughs> 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 Does it really make you hate yourself? Or are you just embracing your Both. inner your inner truck stop killer? I think that's what you're doing. Both. Yes. Okay. Good enough. <laughs> I want I want to touch on this real quick before we get too far from the point. Earlier, Grindhouse was kind of getting into. Well, I thought he was going to spell out my theory for the movie, but he kind of went a different way. Um, but it started out as like this is just a lonely trucker guy, and so this is my theory. Because Snap kept saying that this dude's a serial killer last night when we were watching it. She's like, this serial killer, this serial killer. I'm like, well, 
let's back up for a second. We don't know that Rusty Nail, despite his very vicious, methodical tendencies, we don't know that he was killing people before this. We just don't know that. Um, at least not with this film, and I have not seen the sequel, so I don't know anything well, about that. Well, unless you see one of the alternate endings, and in some of the alternate endings, he was definitely killing motherfuckers way before this. Mm-hmm. So, okay, okay, yeah, and let's it, get to that at the end, please. We'll get there uh, at the end, oh, but... Yeah, because I, 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 I agree with you, uh, with Brent, because of, because of the context of some stuff he says at the end. But yeah, continue, Travis. Okay. And I, and, and my theory might get cr- crushed at the end, but, but I want to save the ending for the ending. But my theory at this point is I don't think this guy was a serial killer. I think he was pushed over the edge by this joke. But but for a long time, he was probably a bitter, lonely guy who just worked over the road and, you know, Mm. he's eating gas station chicken and getting fucking the (laughs) shit guts every morning. And he just, his life sucks. Eating ramen and tuna every night. Oh, wow. Thanks. Yeah. 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 Um, (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. An allusion to my life on the road. Um, (laughs) Thankfully, I have the nightclub. I got you friends here and and I, I don't have to fucking resort to all of that. Plus, candy cane. yeah, I'm not looking for a candy cane that hard, man. I don't have to look that hard. But this guy is, <laughs> it's true. This guy is maybe at the end of his rope. And this was the thing that just set him off. He's like, you know what? Fuck these guys. I'm going to fuck their world up. Kind of like that. What was that movie with Russell Crowe? Unhinged. Unhinged. Yeah. Unhinged. Yep. Very similar. Yeah. So you were kind of going like an unhinged route with this guy. I like that movie, and I'm not I saying do, I... I do, too. It was fun. Yeah. It it was, and I'm not saying I agree with what he did, but I get it. Sure, sure. Well, it's very easy, Everyone, though. Everyone has the ideations to want to snap. Yes. Like that. Everyone perfectly. has those feelings. You yeah, know? Perfect, perfectly so said, Rick. So it's very relatable. Yeah, everyone has everyone has their breaking point, and, you know, and, and to Travis's point, with this movie, they don't really show you or tell you whether he's just on a rampage or he has just said, fuck it, I hate the world. Because for me, I, I say, fuck it, I hate the world like twice a day. Um, <laughs> but sure. at, at the same time, I also don't go out and murder people. And at, yeah. at least, at least as far as you guys know. Well, exactly. Yeah. Oh, so, I mean, my boy goes hard, bro. Oh, he, what well, he does, but it's like there's a little piece of me that like I really can't blame him, and that's the funniest part of this movie is that you have this you have this guy who is this killer and he's this stalker and whatever else, and it's one of the rare times where they have you feeling for both ends of the rope. It's like you sort of understand. It's like these people are just playing a joke. They probably didn't really mean any harm. At the same time, they fucked with somebody who didn't want to be fucked with. So it's like. Mm-hmm. Who is gonna like who's gonna win this whole thing? And you can see both sides of it. And it's weird to like get this far into a movie and be like, I don't know who I'm rooting for. Like I don't know. It's I, I don't know, it's kind of crazy when you think well, about that's, it. Well, that's that and I that's wasn't rooting like, for nobody. I was just there for the ride and it was a joy. Oh, you were you were you were rooting for the C B because you just wanted to hear somebody anybody out there play 40k? Come on. Back. <laughs> That's last how they night, catfish la- me with 40k talk. Last night, Snap said, "This isn't a jaw ride. This is a sad ride." <laughs> <laughs> 
she, dude, <laughs> last night's snap was cutting up with the jokes, bro. She really was. I was like, damn. Damn. Oh, snap. Man. When Snap but gets in her scene... zone, she is in her zone. There's no arguing there. <laughs> Fucking A. A snap, sad you a goddamn 10 out of 10, girl. <laughs> um, I like this scene, and this is the dialogue I was talking about earlier. Right after they get released and they're about to leave the motel, Paul Walker is feeling super fucking guilty about it. Uh, so that's Carly right there. Carly's like, this is fucked up. We shouldn't have done this. And I agree. I, I'm I'm kind of like how this story I, I'm, I'm going to side with Grindhouse because, Ricky, this was your first time watch. I've had enough times to watch this that I kind of I'm like seeing both sides and who do I root for? Obviously, I, I don't agree with the murdering and all that but i get it again i get it so i can sympathize yeah. to it to a degree but i find myself a lot of times to be a conflict a conflicted person in my thoughts and even sure. in my belief even in my beliefs i feel like I can, I can hold two different beliefs at the same exact time which is probably psycho i don't know but i like oh, this shit. I, no hell no I, no it makes you human it makes a human because it because it tells me that you're thinking and you're trying to see Bro, both you sides. better go to the doctor <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I like what Steve Zahn oh. says to, to his brother who's feeling really guilty about it. And a certain part of me feels the same way, even though there's another part of me that doesn't. But overall, he says, or as overall, he says, the way I get through things, he's like, just do what I do. The way I get through it is I know that in a hundred years I'm going to be dead. And that's the closest thing I have to a philosophy. And I was like, sure. now, now joy ride is cosmic. For sure. Yeah. I, I've always that loved that. I've always loved that line too. In fact, probably like twelve year old me probably posted that on Facebook as a quote before. Fuck because, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like I like I always I'm like that. Yeah, that's kind of it's messed up, but it's comforting too. It's like yeah, none of this none of this is gonna matter. Like right. down the line, none none of it matters. It don't matter. It don't matter. That's the cause. Well, well, but this Carly. movie is this movie is so funny on rewatch though because of of all of the stuff that Paul Walker did, like because there are times where he like touches the car, he talks about the car and do whatever else. There was a time where I was waiting for him to go, Nas, I need Nas, and Harry, oh, I need they it. get I need very it. I need fast it tonight. and furious. Yeah, they get like, very fast I just, and furious I was in this movie, it. and it was tickling me. Oh, if never, he, it was tickling me up. If he would have said laughing. that, if he would have said that, I would have been, I would have been laid out in my comfy chair, probably pleasuring myself. It, it just oh, it, gross. bringing, br- well, but bringing all of that full circle with the, char- with the character and just, it's just so. It's, was Paul it's, was Paul Walker in part five? Uh, part. Yeah, I think he yes. made it till part yes. seven. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well yeah. then I guess I have seen a fast with him in it. I've only seen parts three and five. Um. So if I saw him in part five, I don't remember his ass. So it don't well, count. okay. See the see the first one and go from there because that's I just won't. yeah. Well, you should because <laughs> the first yeah, one, I won't. the no, first thanks. one, the first one is the only good one is Tokyo spectacular. Drift. So you're the one that keeps the franchise alive. I might yeah, be. I might be the him. one guy who's just like Tokyo yeah. Drift. The only Everyone good just makes one. Makes fun of right? it. Well, and it's easy to make fun of, but if you're a car person, a lot of this shit, like, right, a lot of the shit, and I'm not. That's why. That's why for me, it's like, eh. I like them for how stupid they are. I'm clowning about Tokyo Drift being good, (laughs) yeah, but I do like the movies for how dumb they are. Just dumb fun, kind of like the Resident Evil franchise. It's just dumbass fun, (laughs) kind of. Yeah, yeah. Instead of of zombies, you got cars. Yeah, no, you're totally right. Yeah, I will agree with the Resident Evil. I just. And you know what? Part five, part three, I saw in theaters just to make out with, with a chick. But 
five. <laughs> True story. Part five. I I went with a buddy of mine who is a car guy, and not serious. I was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. <laughs> Ricky yep, even he, knows he, who it was. Not Shizlicky. <laughs> yep, yep. Eric brought me. He was like, "Come on, man." I'm like, "All I right." Missed it. I missed that boy. Me too, man. And Zach, both of them. Um, but he brought me to the movies to see it, and. I was actually sold. I was like, I didn't know that this is what these, well, based on Tokyo Drift, it, it def, that movie was not this, but part five was so fun and stupid and awesome that I actually, Grindhouse, I would consider watching the franchise because I want to see cars falling from space and then I want to see them fight the Transformers and become Transformers and (laughs) Jurassic Park all in the same universe. Let's fucking go. Okay, well, I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. From where you and, come, and and Paul the, Walker haunts the cars. Okay, okay. So <laughs> for the first, for the first one, like you know, you being from a small town in Louisiana, and like and like family and friends are so like close and tight and important. The first one will give you family is very tight. It will family give you is very but tight. The first one will give you all the shivers and then then so so just I just 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 watch it because it's. I'm gonna just embarrass myself with this, but the You'll very get first that joke on the rebat on the replay. <laughs> the very first Fast and Furious movies is is like in my top twenty of all time greats. It really is Damn. the very first one. It is because it's, it's uh... I don't lie, and it's so fun to watch. <laughs> I can watch it in like in you watch that movie, you turn up the bass a little bit, and you listen to the story, you listen to the music, the cars, everything. It's so I, this bums me out, but it's so fucking good. It's so it's just. So just do that. Um, So they leave the hotel and um, they figure out that they are being followed by our our rusty nail. The best line ever. Carly, can you tell us the line? The tall light one? Yeah, yeah. All right, hold on. Sorry, I'm literally eating pizza because I'm unprofessional. Um, Hold on, hold on, on, Carly. No, listen. Before you you do this, they Carly, always you're a 10. You're a they, fucking 10. Thank you. Thanks. Thank you. They, they always eat on this show to my chagrin. <laughs> um, and so it's okay. It's okay on the nightclub. You can eat and you can smack. Uh, but you... it's really not, it's not okay with you, but like everyone else does it. So it's like, what are you, what are you going to do? What you're Travis doing? is, Travis I... is just jealous because we get to eat and we have cars. That's why Travis is jealous. Oh God. So damn. come on. I mean, it's always personal. No, no, no. No, dude, if, if you oh. do the hitting, hitting the mute, hitting the mute and then chomping down, like I got some chicken thing my wife brought down and it was oh, fantastic. Oh, I heard you eating, I heard you eating earlier. <laughs> Did you I hear shit? It. I yes. was trying so hard to mute that. Damn it. You were like, you were like, like so in this scene, um, oh, I, okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, okay. If I did that, then I will own that shit. Fair enough. But I tried. I tried. I was just hungry. No, dude. no. I, I love shit. y'all. I love I y'all. I don't hungry. give a fuck. No, it's a joke. It's all an in joke. I mean, I hate it, but I but I love it at the same time. So, Carly, oh eat your pizza and tell us, please, about this scene that's happening right here. You know, take a bite first. <laughs> You're now black chief. You really ought to get that fixed. Get what fixed? Your tarot light. Yeah. And dramatic, and dramatic music. That well, and, scene is oh. dope. Well, and that is when we have the the suspense in this whole entire movie because the, most of it so far has been like a five or a six. That's when the suspense goes to a fucking ten, and it's like, uh oh, this motherfucker is literally behind me, you know. And now being a car guy, I know that I could probably outmaneuver a semi. 
but it's still so fun to just to be like, uh oh, I think I done fucked up. Mm-hmm. And he's just right there. Not it's his so semi Oh fuck no! He's he's got a fucking NASCAR semi. He just drives that shit all over the place. It's he's great. Got that fucking, he's got the fucking Mel Gibson goddamn uh, Road Warrior semi shit going on. Oh that hell boy's, yes, that, yeah. that boy's got an ATV eighteen wheeler. <laughs> it's all oh, terrain all the time. Oh, most the definitely, time, most definitely. Oh, it's so good though. Just that one line though, and that one line sets the tone for the entire rest of the movie. Oh wait, and, wait. I'm changing oh. my name for tonight. I'm Tara Thumper Tibu for the scene that's coming up. Tara Thumper Tibu. <laughs> <laughs> well, and the best part of that is a tire thumper is actually a real thing. You can go oh, yeah. and you can buy one. You can buy sure. one and it's it's for checking tire pressure on semi tires. That's what it's mm-hmm. for. And it's like, but seeing that guy at the gas station just walking out and he's just like, thump, thump, and then he walks into the gas station with the bat. Like they over his shoulder, me. I knew that wasn't. I knew that wasn't. Well, and, and, to, and to catch us up real quick in Grindhouse, go ahead. But they they, they escape Rusty Nail from behind. <laughs> Pause. And, <laughs> and uh, <laughs> he, <laughs> he, uh, <laughs> they they go to a gas station and and yeah. So it's the ice truck man shows up with his tire thumper and yeah yeah. Go ahead. Well, this is just the most bullshit part of the thing because it's like uh, like I've been on cross country road trips. Like more times than I even care to imagine, you never let your tank get below half ever on a road trip. And they look down yeah, and go, I, Oh shit, we're almost I empty. was gonna say that too. Even if they weren't being chased by like a murderer, it's like you were just you were gonna run out of gas. Like you were just gonna run right. out of gas. You were like, just gonna run yeah. out of gas anyway. Like you huh? wouldn't have taken that exit, you would have just ran out of gas because you Yeah, yeah, because they said uh they said, what was it? Oh, yeah, there's a gas station in Laramie. And then they see the Laramie right. sign and it's 73 70 miles. And, it's like, <laughs> and they're driving, yeah. a, they're driving oh, a car. Man. Yeah, they're driving a car that gets like eight fucking miles to the gallon. So it's like, right. um, you know what? I don't think you're getting there, bro. I don't think, I don't think you're going to be pushing that shit for like 70 of those 73 miles. So, oh man, you better oh. have AAA at that point. Oh God. Yeah. For reals. Yeah. They, they go, they go to this gas station. The ice truck man shows up and, the movie at this point has has them in the paranoid state of mind because of Rusty Nail being right behind him and and fucking half murdering uh, the racist. So so when when uh, Paul Walker goes in to pay for the fuel, Steve Zahn sees this dude get out the fucking truck with that goddamn tire thumper weapon. He's trying to. Now you're at the point where do I keep filling up the car? so we can get away or do I run in and try to save my brother from a potential murder because the, the ice truck man goes inside the store with, with Paul Walker Steve's on signaling him like look 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 at the guy look at him and clearly this is before the days of a cell phone because he'd have been calling or texting him or whatever and I right. dig that about this movie you don't have yeah, the definitely. safeguard of a cell phone right no yeah. it definitely yeah. dates it in a good way I like the shot because this movie I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna say it's not really revolutionary with its well, not that it should be revolutionary, but it's not very interesting either with its shot composition. Not totally. But some of it is though. And this scene is one where Paul yeah. Walker's on the payphone trying to call the sheriff to say, Hey man, the guy that you were looking for is following us. And in the reflection of the silver, the metal silver of the the payphone, he can see the the tire thumper ice truck guy and he's He's looking at him suspiciously, like, fuck, is that the guy? And 
what this whole scene does is like Grindhouse was saying earlier the tension's building even more and more Paul Walker goes up to well he, he goes to leave and the lady the, the cashier's like so all you were getting was the gas and he's like oh shit yeah I gotta pay for that and then the guy comes up behind him he just throws his MasterCard down on the counter and walks the fuck out and uh, he goes back to the car they haul ass the dude with the tire thumper runs outside screaming at him and they're like, oh, shit, it's goddamn rusty mail. And they're trying, they're trying to get away. And I'm going to say this right now for what we're going to – I don't want to reveal it, but but for what is revealed in a second, that dude went to the – like the craziest lengths to do what he did. He's a very nice man. He's a good-ass dude. Man, that's yeah. a good old boy, bro. For real. He, he follows them off-road, down back roads. Snap was saying, this is the dirt kingdom. I'm like, you goddamn yeah. right. Yeah. <laughs> he follows them all the way to the abyssal dirt kingdom. Just to <laughs> hand them back that MasterCard. And they are <laughs> spitting themselves, bro. Like, they come to a gate that they don't want to fucking ram through. And he gets behind them. And they, the guy's coming up to the car. And Steve's on like, we got a gun, man. finger. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, he's fucking finger trying to finger blast this dude. Like, you ain't got no gun, man. (laughs) Oh, that's not what I meant. Okay. Um, (laughs) That's not what I meant. I was saying what Carl said. It's the finger gun. It's the finger gun. I can't breathe. Oh, shit. Um, But what's he say, Carly? What's the the truck driver do? He's like, I got a gun, man. I got a MasterCard. Yeah. (laughs) That dude went fucking way out of his way to return their MasterCard. God and he bless doesn't, him. And he doesn't For even real. seem like concerned. He's just like, you you boys are alright? And they're like, yeah, no, we're not murdered. But he's like, he's just <laughs> so chill. He's like, you, you guys alright? You're acting a little... It's like, dude, you just drove... Like, they just like ran over mailboxes and shit getting away from you. Like, clearly... <laughs> Clearly, there was an issue, and yeah, if that were me, I'd be like, "Screw this!" So I'd be like, "Just leave the card at the gas station. They'll call for it if they yeah, realize they lost it. They'll figure it out, right?" I, I like yeah. how he's like, "Was it the mustache? My old lady keeps telling me to shave this thing." <laughs> right? They're like, "No, it wasn't the mustache." Yeah. <laughs> so. Ice Road Trucker is backing out. Um, and I say Ice Road Trucker. <laughs> he's not he, he's not driving a semi for the listeners. He's driving an ice truck, like he's delivering bags of ice to like, you know, yeah, you it's like a 15-footer. Mm-hmm. Small little box truck. And he's backing down that long dirt road and he's about to turn around and go away. And then you hear this fucking ominous engine approaching. And Rusty fucking nail does our boy the MasterCard returner. In. The best person fucking... in the fucking movie. Yes. Yeah. Uh, wow. I agree with that 100%. That dude is probably the best person in the whole movie. No, he's, definitely, what he he's, def- he's definitely better than Steve Zahn. So, yeah. Anyway, sorry. F. It always L. made me sad. Like, I always thought, like, oh, that guy had a wife because he says the wife wanted him to shave right. his mustache and then he just gets, like, creamed. And I always think, <laughs> like, my little, bur- my ins- my sensitive brain always thought, like, oh, his wife is probably waiting for him at home and he just got murdered. And oh, they yeah. probably have kids and grandkids because he's uh, an older gentleman. He's got yeah. the gray everything. Uh, yeah, there's, probably, like, yeah, there's like hot fried a, chicken waiting at home and, like, he's they not They probably have maybe. a dog. Probably, there's probably oh, a dog no. waiting for him. Oh, God, you're just thinking it's worse, dude. Good Damn. There's a cat there. He's that got a dog named Ladybird. 
<laughs> yeah, that loves his handlebar mustache. Yeah, the dog right. loves his mustache. Yeah, it's, oh god, just, oh, well, I just made this shit sad. Well, <laughs> do, you mind if, do you mind if I grow a handlebar mustache, Ladybird? Yeah. I just really like it. No, I, I just Peggy see, won't approve, I sell but... ice. Yeah, I just see, ice machines. <laughs> yeah, I just see like a dog at a fence post going. Like, oh. like waiting for Handlebar to come back home, and he's not coming back home. Oh, that's not it. too personal. Oh, oh, <laughs> too personal. Do, it do, is do, sad. Do you drive? It do you sad. drive an ice truck, Carly? <laughs> oh no, that wasn't the. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> that probably wasn't the right turn. <laughs> I feel I'm bad for your eyes. No. It, it, it reminds me of an episode of it's the saddest episode of an animated show I've probably ever seen in my life. It's an episode of Futurama where yeah, yeah. It's the worst. It makes me cry every time. Me too. I can't watch. I can't watch it. Back in 1999, before for fans who don't know, uh, yeah. (laughs) Back in 1999, before Fry, the the lead in uh, Futurama, gets frozen and sent to the year 3000. He had a dog that you know he was best friends with and would always wait for him outside of his job every single day and. Fry gets frozen, and so the dog don't know he's gone, and the dog spends its entire life waiting outside that pizza shop until it grows old and dies. Spoilers. The the saddest ever. It's sadder than than what happens to that racist guy, I'll tell you what. For sure. I'll tell you what. Damn, now I just want to go shoot myself. Thank you for that. (laughs) God damn. The the nightclub does not endorse... Um, <laughs> shooting yourself no. in the head because no. you're sad about your dog. Yes, I would agree. No, yeah. Or because your dog is sad about you. That's like a mm, there's a weird dichotomy there. Mm-hmm. Am I sad about my dog or is my dog sad about me? Hmm. Chances are your dog is less complicated, so it's probably sad about you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, fair enough. What? Fair enough. <laughs> I, I don't know, man. <laughs> Um, Rusty Nell is fucking actually bursting through this dude's truck and he is chasing them now through the fucking abyssal desert kingdom or dirt kingdom and he pins their car well they they fucking wreck into a tree sideways and Rusty Nell just slowly creeps up and he's crushing their car with, with his fucking big ass vehicle and they're talking to him over the CB and they're like we're sorry man it was we're sorry for this and 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 Rusty Nell's like, wow. And they're like, it was just a laugh for a laugh, man. It was just a joke. And 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 he's like, uh, well, how's he say it? How's I forgot. he say yeah. it exactly? Well, the one well, scene where he's like, he, he, they apologize, and he's like, he's like, uh, it was just a laugh. It was just for fun, just a joke, just playing with you. And uh, he's like, well, I was just playing with you. And he yeah, backs I, away slowly. Well, well, this this is the scene that made me think. This is the scene that made me think. Fuck Sylvester Stallone, because in this scene, he sounds. He's like, he's like, we were just playing, man. And 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 then Rusty Nell's like, oh, well, I was just playing with you, man. And I'm like, right. Tommy Tommy Chong totally should have been Rusty Nell. <laughs> Like, uh, like, like, yeah, like yeah, I was just like playing with you, man. Like it's the I way he's, I hear it's the, yeah. It's the yeah. way he sounds. He sounds like, well, I was just playing with you, man. Like like all stonerish. Yeah. But he leaves him alone. He actually lets him go. And yeah. um we're foolish to think that this is how the movie ends, right? Because right. they ain't totally <laughs> in there like this is not even close. After this, they do pick up uh Libby Skoskowski. 
Um, she, <laughs> she she's the love interest of uh, Lewis, and um... <laughs> they pick up they pick up Lilu Dallas multi pass. Yes. They... <laughs> 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 yeah. Oh my god. Um, they stop at a motel after picking her up, and um, when Lewis goes to sleep, Rusty Nail calls the room, and he's like. I thought you said there was no woman or whatever. Yeah. Like he's, he, I don't know why I sound like there was Bane no candy cane. So who's the girl? Yeah. I thought you said yeah. there was no candy cane, Batman. Yeah. Oh God. But you went that way. That got weird. Okay. Yeah. No, but he just calls him and he's like, so who's the girl? And he's like, uh mm-hmm. oh. And it's like, oh, by the way, she's in your brother's room and her uh, loyalties are questionable at this point. Yeah. Well, she she has none. She has none. That she is not um, Lewis's girlfriend. She's just his childhood friend. And considering that they're brothers, and she probably grew up with both of them, I would say at this point she's just you know seeing what's up with both of them. Just like, I, yeah, oh. I, su- I suppose at this point you just you put her on the spit and see which way she turns. I I don't. Oh, it, I have see I have fuck? see I have trouble. <laughs> no, I have trouble with this misguided loyalty thing in in movies like this where it's like, mm-hmm. okay. you know, I don't I don't. Maybe I'm just like too old or something, but like I hate, <laughs> I hate it. I hate that. It's like I want to know what you're thinking. I want to know what you're thinking and what direction you're heading. And when they. When they do a little bit of the back and forth, it always like just kind of bugs me a little bit. Just like Grindhouse, like... Grindhouse has loyalty issues. I He's do. He's an old fashioned, old fashioned. You are an old fashioned soldier. I get well, exactly. It. I get no. it. <laughs> exactly I, right. I, I get. I get it. I get it to an extent, but in no, this movie, I mean, yeah, I mean, I've, she's I've... not. She's not beholden to Lewis mm. or Fuller, and and yeah, so the back and forth they all have, but. I like the scene following all this where they stop at this bar. Now, Fuller, Fuller's being kind of a scumbag, though, because he knows damn well his brother likes her. Yeah, that's <laughs> the only time I really don't like Fuller is like Cause how... Because that's a scummy-ass thing to do, bro. Yeah, especially like, yeah, when yeah. Paul's like... I'm going to go make know, a move out. on my brother's girl. Yeah. <laughs> he's like, I'll just back up right now. And then dude's right. just like passed out on the bed, like, and he's like, "Oh yeah, hell yeah, I'm gonna right. go right over there and fuck her." <laughs> but well, I do, I, I always, I find it interesting. It's not like one of those cheesy movies where at the end it's like they discover their love for each other and make out. Like it never comes right. to like, you know, Venna and um Lewis like realizing their undying love. They don't really focus on that too much. Like it's not like this big like love story by the end of the movie. Which I so appreciate. I do. Yeah, I like that. I was hoping the movie wouldn't end with like a, a cheesy ass kiss or some shit. Right. To be fair, like whenever he does go over to her hotel room, like she's kinda she's kinda like, you know, I should probably go to bed. He's like very she tries to get rid of him. And yeah. she's very resistant at first. Yeah. yeah I agree. So it's not like she's like, Oh yeah, heck, heck yeah. She's not like trying to be a total horror or anything like that. But yeah, I mean there are times where she's flirting with both of them, but then it's like I don't know. I get the impression she probably does want Lewis, maybe. But then again, I don't know, because at the end, there's no gushy kiss or anything. So mm-hmm. she might not have dated end, either of them. If I was her at the end, I would want nothing to do with either of them. Yeah, right. <laughs> no, yeah. I think <laughs> wow. I'd be done. That's a big secret you guys kept from me, and now I almost died. So right. <laughs> thanks. Yeah, the perfect end of this movie would be just her be joining the convent and just being like, nope. 
I, I don't want <laughs> swearing to do off, with swearing off men forever. Uh, pretty much, yeah. Well, just being married to one man, being married to Jesus. Jesus, that would, no, that would just that would have just made sense. <laughs> is it? Is it? Well, is it? Hold on. Isn't the scene though? Because I don't want to skip over the scene because I love this scene. It is this scene. It, is it before the hotel room phone call or after where they go to the both. bar? It's both at the same time. No, I don't know. It's a little before. Oh. Okay. okay. Yep. So before they go to the hotel and we find out Rusty Nail is still stalking them, and now he's like, "There's a girl." Um, mm-hmm. they go to a bar, and I love that they're having a great time, all hanging out and doing shots and having a, having the crack, as uh the Irish say. Uh-huh. But and also, I'm I'm a little bothered by the way that Libby Skoskoboskis takes shots. Like she she like sips it. She's a sipper. He's a yeah. Sipper. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not a. You know. I'm not. I'm not hate. I'm. Not, I don't want to hate. But I, it bothers me. I'm like, just please take the shot. Just take the shot. Come on. Well, she wants to keep her wits about her. She's got. She's that's fine. She's that's fine. she's in a I redneck bar in the middle of fucking nowhere. And she's, oh yes, she is. And she is. This... Well, but she's she's casting her eyeball holes on two brothers, and it's like I need to make some good, healthy decisions. So sure. And all that she's... left behind. I like the scene for this reason. These random ass pieces. Random of shit. ass rednecks. Yeah. yeah. They just I walk was up like, to Paul. where the fuck. What kind of wood grain walls did y'all spawn out of? <laughs> what the fuck happened? Episode title. Oh, uh, uh, I, I like believe that. that I, I believe that is wormwood, and that's where they are. They are in like, <laughs> fucking pool hall wormwood bullshit. Fans in the bathroom that don't make no sense. Like you can cut your fingers off. Like and like, <laughs> I hope the urine the, the urinal ain't too tall because you're gonna get circumcised by accident. I mean, it's just. Like, I, yeah, the whole thing. And, <laughs> and then, like, what? her her leaning over the bar, and then, like, the... He's talking like, about the metal urinal. The jukebox thing. I mean, it's just... Yeah, this whole this whole bar scene. I mean, and looking at her and knowing that, like, two years prior, she came off uh, the glass house when she was supposed to be, like, 14 or something. And then you see her now, and she's, like... She still looks so... Uh, like oh, cherubic, fuck? like cherubic as hell. Cherubic? It's, uh, no, cherubic. I think cherubic or cherubic, whatever. It's I don't just, know. It, uh, is that what you mean? Yeah. Well, yeah, yes, but it's know. just, it's hard to, it's hard, a little bit hard for me to take her super seriously as like, like the main love interest because she still looks so, she still looks so damn young and still like angelic. And it's just like, I don't, why are you even in the bar? Are you old enough to drink? Well, no, yeah, like, but, but, yeah, but when the when the rednecks come up and they're like, yeah, why why do they go up first? Why do they go up to Paul Walker to tell him to tell? They, because they I, start talking to her and she's like, Naka, and mm-hmm. then he shows up uh, and they're like, Hey, bro, tell your bitch to stop tripping. And I, no. okay, so so I don't like it in real life, but I like it for the effect in the movie where he's like, I said, well, hold on, wait, I said, tell <laughs> your bitch to shut up. And then Steve Zahn, this is where Steve Zahn, Steve Zahn becomes a 10 right here. Yes. Yes. <laughs> that boy comes in like, Daisy, what the hell, woman? I told you to shut the fuck up, bitch. And he's just going on. He is saving the situation in the best way possible to where the rednecks don't even know what the fuck they're looking at. And I, I love oh. that. I love that they're so dumb. They're they so just are flabbergasted. Like, oh, what? Ooh. Well, he's just trying to keep them all from dying. Is what he's what he's sure, doing. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah. 
yeah. we, need, we need to very lightly tiptoe our way out of this bullshit because otherwise we're both dead. So, By yeah. screaming like morons. Yeah. yeah. Right. That's well, and, and, <laughs> if that's Sometimes what it takes. that's what you got to do, bro. That's what it takes. Yeah. I don't want to get, I don't want to get killed and raped and like <laughs> the suburbs of, at this point, I'm not even sure where they're at. Like I'm going to call it the suburbs of like Denver, but they also somehow magically go from the suburbs of Denver into a desert and then into a Shout cold out field. to Denver. So, I mean, I don't, it's. <laughs> what all you racist raping rednecks out there? Yeah. Oh, if there's any racist, rapey rednecks in Denver, please email the podcast. Huh? <laughs> I want to hear from you. We won't please. reveal your names. We, we won't, won't reveal your, your names, but we need to hear. No, I'm just playing. Hey, what's going on? What? Is this your bitch? Excuse me? Excuse me. I said, is this your bitch? Because if it is, you better shut your bitch up. Hey, look at me, campus boy. I said, look me in the face. You better shut your bitch up. Bitch, shut up! Are you laughing off again? Ha <laughs> ha! Can't turn your back for one minute, you know. I owe you one. Now come on! Get him! Oh. Back on track with you, Daisy! Don't get in the board! Now come on! God damn! It keeps happening. It happens with cannibals. It happens with yeah. what else? I don't remember. Like Every murderers. time we start talking about really fucked up people, I'm like, oh, if you have ever cannibalized a person, please email mm-hmm. us mm-hmm. at the nightclub podcast. <laughs> oh, the last time we did it, it was like, I just want to know your mindset. Like, what were you oh, thinking? Oh, necrophiliacs. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, we yes. were like, we want to hear about the first time you decided it was proper, nay, necessary. <laughs> the, uh, sh- shout out to the Night of Something Strange episode and that fucking movie because God damn. Because that a movie's ten. a motherfucking tin. Yep, yep, yep. So I just wanted to inject that bar scene in there, um, because I like I like Steve Zahn's performance in that. In that, it always cracks me up, makes me laugh. My ass for off. sure. Car- Carl well, feels- is a treasure in this movie. Yeah, but it feels very real world. It feels like like I've gone on road trips and I have been in places, and this is just for me. But I've been in places in the South where I felt just like this, where I'm like, wow, I'm either gonna die or I'm going to very casually. Saunter my way out of here because I'm not from around here and I don't know what's well, going on. So the South ain't like that. Um, uh, Carly, Brent, well, was no, at the, I, Brent was just no, I was at, John Silvers or something down no, the road. No. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll tell you what. You guys want to hear a funny story? I'll tell you a funny story. Mm. It'll take it'll take two minutes. You'll love it. We didn't say we, yeah, but go ahead. Okay, we were in <laughs> Me- we were in Memphis, Tennessee. So I have my wife. I have well, my Memphis young, is scary. So I get youngest it. my youngest kid and her best friend, and we have just seen fireworks for the 4th of July, and we're walking back to our hotel slash condo slash porno hut because there was people making porn at the opposite end of the hallway. Different nice. Story. nice. And we walked into a convenience store, and the girls, my daughter and her friend wanted ice cream. I needed beer. My wife just wanted to leave because she was, like, scared of shit. needed it. <laughs> and so we got a six-pack of beer and some ice cream, and we put it on the counter, and the guy looked at me like, and he just kind of was like, that'll be 20. Oh. And I'm like, no cash register, nothing. That'll be 20. So I'm pretty sure the guy that owned that store was probably dead on the floor behind the counter. And we, oh, just, got, and we just got out of there with our goddamn lives. And I'm happy that we did. So Damn. Yeah. So not the greatest see some, story. See but, something, say nothing. Exactly. Exactly yep. fucking right. Yep. Wow. But hey, um, I don't know. Just Car- like Seattle, bro. Yeah. Uh-huh. We're, well, we're finding out. 
Carly, what did you think of this scene? I got to ask because I love the bar scene and I know we both came up with this movie. What do you think of this bar scene? Yeah, I've always found it hilarious, um, that whole interaction. I love how, um, you know, they walk, you know, Steve, he kind of grab, grabs Lily and they run out the door and then Paul's just left standing there with the guy <laughs> surrounding him and he's just like, gentlemen, and then he just walks away. <laughs> yeah. It's like they were, you know, they just like bounce and then he's kind of the one stuck standing there after all that but yeah i've always i've always loved that and they are they're so fucking like mind numb to what just happened that they just let them walk away they don't even say anything they're just like yeah they don't know what to do yeah (laughs) i picture like in their brain at that point you hear that static electricity sound that just like they don't even know what the fuck's going on it's dial-up modem noises that's all that's going on in their heads right now (laughs) (laughs) so after um uh, Rusty Nails, he's totally like, yeah, there's a chick involved. They flee the motel yeah. that they stopped at for the night, and they're, they're fucking trying to get away, trying to get somewhere. And well, Rusty Nail comes over the CB, and he tells them, because we, we, we skipped this part, and it's crucial to the story. When they picked they up... They threw Lo- out the CB. Not yet. Not yet. When they... Well, okay. They threw the okay. CB out before they picked her up. Yep. Right. Yep. Right. So we skipped all of that then. Okay. Well, it does for this. Well, it it does and it doesn't, but it does for this part. Hold up. Um, I'm gonna get I'm gonna get really romantic into the mic. Oh, it don't matter. Oh, I thought you were gonna be like, it don't matter. Oh, hold up. Yeah. Hold up. I'm still being creepy. Yeah. I can't tell the difference between creepy and romantic. (laughs) It don't matter. You hear me? Yeah. All right. I'm You have to say, you put some lotion in the basket. <laughs> and it also put the CB was, in the trunk. Was <laughs> she a great big fat person? Yeah. <laughs> Carly, Carly, help us out right here real quick. Because so, cause I'm trying to get to the scene where they do the burger stunt at the gas station. But um, I'm, I'm losing something along the way. <laughs> because... It's the burger scene is is egged on by the fact that he has her friend, and I want to go back to the right. friend part that we skipped over. But when do they lose the CB? Am I jumping ahead or am I too? What am I doing? So it's like the scene right before they go to pick her up. I think um is where uh Paul Walker's kind of like yeah Lewis whatever I keep calling them the real names, but That's he's fine. all like. Yeah, he's just, he's like, you know, I don't want Venna to know what happened. I don't want to spook her or anything like that. And then I think, like, that's where Steve Zahn kind of takes the radio out and throws it out the window. Then I think you cut to the next scene where they're at the college, blah, blah, blah. Then, you you know. Well, and you meet her. So let's let's stop right here. You meet her friend that's going away to um, her own horror show. But her friend's like, yeah, it's 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 break time, and I'm gonna go have fun, and I hope you guys, you know, be safe, whatever. You see that that's uh, Loso Bosco's friend, and so it's like, all right, cool. And she goes, drives <laughs> off. I told you all night. I told you this. Loso um, Bosco. <laughs> yeah, I'm just gonna. I, I'm gonna do what I want. Yeah. Yeah, bro. Yeah. yeah. So they, they, her friend is going off to her own thing, and then so now. When did they pick the CB back up? Was it after the motel scene where it's like, yes, okay, yes. So they're driving down the road, right? And yeah. They see sign by sign coming up. It's like, look, drive a little bit yep. in, in the 
trunk. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. yep. Little Dallas multipass. Yes. <laughs> and they they pull over, and they find the CB in the trunks. So they plug it in, and that's when Rusty Nail's like, "I want you to do something for me." And he's like, "He now he's in control because he's got uh Los Abosco's feces friend." And he's like, if you don't do this, I'm going to kill her. I'm going to cut off all her fingers. I'm going to rip her jaw off. I'm going to do everything you can imagine. And they're like, fuck, we got to do this shit now. So this so is where we the, get man hams. We, <laughs> we get the, the sweet Steve's on and okay, Paul Walker buns. <laughs> it's okay. For Steve's sure. on's a 10. Paul Walker buns are like, kind of like, eh. Yeah, he ain't nothing special, bitch. Um, but Steve's on. Oh, <laughs> finger looking good. Paul so, Walker got that long butt. Yeah, it's kind of long buttish. But I, I ain't against a long butt. I just, I just wasn't enthralled by his butt. I was enthralled by Steve's on. Sure, but I'm biased. Sure. I am biased. I'm gonna admit. So, um, <laughs> Rusty Nail's basically like, I want you both to go inside this diner and order six cheeseburgers <laughs> each. <laughs> yeah. And I want you to do it yeah. naked. <laughs> and so they, they go in there butt naked, man. And I feel people are sh- like shielding their children's eyes and they're right. walking in. Hiding that's their the little... part that's fucked up. Cause it's like, man, y'all are naked in front of kids and old ladies and shit. Even like, it's fucked up. It's fucked up. Well, it, this scene. It, it is a little fucked up, but it's also for one of the moments in this movie where they could have used the female nudity to their advantage. They did the complete opposite. Well, and that's right. it, it's kind of it's it, it's kind of awesome. I mean, and still, yeah, agreed. No, for sure, for agreed. sure. Paul Walker after the hair and the eyes, and then they show me his ass. It's like I think I might be gay now, <laughs> and it's like, I'm, but I, but I'm okay nice. with it. I'm okay nice. with it. I just I am too. I support yeah. it. Yeah, me too. I'm gonna oh, laugh, sense. but I support it. 100% Thank you for supporting I me. I appreciate it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm I'm already open. Pause for the Steve <laughs> John, but I'm, so I'm, yeah, yeah. So so I'm I'm with you, man. You know what? Open for business, man. Hams all day. Yeah. Let's <laughs> go. This is this is one of my favorite scenes for real, Carly. Oh, growing up, watching this scene, young lady, when you're a you know well you still are a young lady, but when you were a younger lady. 10 out of 10? Yeah, I would say so. Nice. I would say so, yeah. I like this. Who's, yeah. who's, whose butt do you like better, Zahn or Walker's? Mm, Be honest. You know, it's okay. Be honest. No, I never really thought about it. Never really. <laughs> I'm not a big, uh, I'm not a big, big uh, butt guy myself anyway, so I'm like. You're not a like, big <laughs> butt guy? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cool, cool. All right. Yeah. I think, yeah, I don't know, but it, my favorite part of the whole scene is just like the waitress being like, You want fries with that? Right. I love how she <laughs> just ignores it. Do? <laughs> it's not do your job. I personally wish that this scene would have would have gone on at least two minutes longer because they go in the they go in the diner, in the truck stop diner, butt naked. They gotta go order all their fucking cheeseburgers. And the owner of the place comes in and he's like, "What the fuck are y'all doing?" And right. I, he's they, like, "What kind of pledge prank is this?" You know. Mm-hmm. And they try, and they to, try s- to tell him, but yep. it's too much. And I want to know where the scene was going, also, because she starts oh. honking the horn. 
yeah, yeah. you should watch that the deleted was the scenes. signal for her to see like the, the alternate the ending stuff something yeah the alternate ending stuff uh that's when you have um I the semi the semi in the parking lot and paul walker takes off running like terminator speed after this thing and then your your, your buddy's on there he he runs up to the car he gets his pants and then <laughs> as they're as they're driving by him, and this is so beautiful in the deleted scenes, they're driving by him. He throws his pants out to him, but like, <laughs> but keeps driving, but he keeps, he's like, here, go ahead and cover up your Wienski, but I'm going to keep going. But then in the deleted scenes, he ends, up, he, he ends up wrecking the car and then kind of Paul Walker shows up and is like Terminator, like, you know, lacing up the, the, uh, the Velcro shoes and whatever else. But it's, yeah, it's, there's a lot of things in this that are a little discombobulated. And once you watch the deleted scenes, you understand why they're a little discombobulated. Sure. Mm-hmm. I figured, I figured it was just something that was pulled out or whatever. What happens immediately after the, uh, the, the gas station scene, because this is where my memory is getting a little foggy. I did watch this last night, but I was also interacting with folks in the swamp donkey. So I, I do forget, um, what happens right after this. That's when they right. end up in the cornfield. Oh, okay. Because okay. so, yeah. now so they're they in Iowa. Get out the car. Yeah, they're in Iowa now. They they made like a great distance really quick. Yep. <laughs> Pretty yeah. much. I never thought yeah. about that, but yeah, there is there's some oddities on the locations in this movie, but you know, uh, whatever. Yeah. It 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 don't matter. It's yeah. cosmic. Yeah. The movie is the movie got cosmic when Steve Zahn dropped that line. I felt comfortable at that point giving everything the, is forgiven. Right. Yeah, and and that it yeah, it's just cosmic as fuck at this point yep and there's um, a semi just and so when they go they, they're in the cornfield and they're getting chased by this fucking dude through the cornfield rusty nail captures vena um Lobo, in the dumbest Lobo. way possible because they are dumb what happens they're just all none of them are just within earshot of each other even they're all just hiding in random places. In the it kind of, to me, it kind of makes sense to split up because if he could run you all three over at once, right? Split up, but once he gets on foot, what the fuck are y'all doing? <laughs> y'all, why? Why do y'all not think y'all can outrun that man, or even maybe like take him out if he's not fucking armed? You mm. know what I mean? Well, yeah, especially yeah. when you're jogging, when you're just like. <laughs> well, at this point, he's an ominous figure, and he has ripped someone's jaw off and killed whoever else and whatever. Sure. He so, does ca- so Paul Zahn, so Paul Zahn has a criminal <laughs> record, so he can't he can't carry legally probably. But what the Steve. fuck is 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 Paul is Paul <laughs> Walker's? God damn it. What the fuck is Paul Walker's problem, bro? What like why didn't you just start blasting? You know mm-hmm. what I mean. Well, mm-hmm. but he figures his brother's sort of the criminal, so he must be good with guns, right? That's just kind of what he assumes, you know? Well, I mean, come on. He figures is... wrong because his brother well, ain't it's... even got one. Cause... <laughs> well, but it's, two th- it's 2001, so it sort of makes sense where it's like, okay, you're you're a criminal, so you're probably good. I should just give you this gun, and you can probably do good things with it. And you should dress up like a cop if you feel like doing that, too. That should be fun. Mm-hmm. So, After Rusty Nail captures... Um... Lilo and Stitch. Um, he brings <laughs> he bring he he brings her to this motel and he's like, "Gotta come to room seventeen or whatever whatever he does." He he's getting them to go there. Yeah, and he sets up the most primitive jigsaw trap of all time, where he's got her tied to a chair and he ties chair nailed a, down. Yeah, nailed to the floor. 
wraps her mouth in fucking cellophane or or this queen or whatever. And yeah, and he's got a shotgun tied to the door handle and everything else. So if someone opens the door, basically she's gonna get shotgun blasted in the fucking face. Not finger blasted, shotgun blasted. So um, that's what's gonna happen to her. And what they go there and they're trying to like figure out what room she's in, right? Because they don't know right away. Right. Well, yeah, but, but then, they like, don't know what hotel he's talking about. There's like five of them. So they yeah. go to room 17 in every fucking hotel mm. they see first until they finally get to the right one. They open the door. The phone rings. He's in room 18. He's like, oh, no, did you go to the wrong room? Blah, blah, blah. So, so they so figure he, out he's in 18. Here's where things might differ from me because I don't know which version of the film I watched because, because of some shit Grindhouse said pre-show. So Carly... For for the sake of the film tonight, please fill us in on the climax of this movie. All right, so one that I've always watched is, uh, yeah, basically they're running to all the different hotel rooms, or, you know, all the different hotels, knocking on 17, and then they finally found, find the right one, but, of course, like you said, dude's in room 18, um, and he calls them, blah, blah, blah. And then, uh... This dude, is where I'm at, too. I'm like, I'm like, oh, shit, because I don't know what to say, because... It's hard I'm to... Honest... It's hard. I always get confused on what happened, because it's, like, confusing since he is in the other room. I mean, the cops Steve are obviously... Zahn. Steve Zahn tries to sneak in through the back. Okay, the yeah, team, that, yeah. And Rusty Nail fucks him up and drags him away. He's got a so you, so you do see pipe you do, through his leg. You do yeah. see Rusty Nail even in, even in the theatrical cut. You see who he looks like. What he looks just like. Just a hair. Just a hair. A little. Right. Yeah, it's a lot. Especially on like watching on Blu-ray, like you can actually see him pretty good a few times. But yeah. Okay, so it's Rusty Nail and him are fighting, and then Lewis is trying to get Fuller free from this. He gets knocked back. Fuller gets knocked back. Steve's on onto this fucking rebar that goes through his fucking thigh. And Rusty Nail bends it to where you can't just pull him off and, and sets him up on this fence to where he's just like hanging there like Jesus Christ. And the cops are now aware of what's going on. I forget how, but they are aware of what's happening. And they're going through every fucking hotel room knocking down door after door. Oh, I think so, it's because Rusty, Rusty Nail calls and says, I'd like to report some dead bodies, and then just hangs right. up the phone to the cops. Oh, shit. Yeah. Right, because he, he had already killed the uh, front desk guy. Mm. So so when the cops are going through there, it's fucked up. They're, they're knocking down every door, and you're thinking as the audience, like, well, when they fucking go in room 17, Loso Boso is going to get her face shot off. See, I thought this is where I thought the movie was going to go different because I thought he must have had a fucking chain or a toe strap or something hooked up to hooked up to uh, Steve Zahn. So I thought Paul Walker was going to have to choose between stopping the police from opening the door uh. or taking care of his brother, keeping him from getting ripped or ripped apart or dragged off or whatever. Uh so I was like, "Oh shit, it's about to get fucked up right here." Mm-hmm. I was, I was like feeling it, but it didn't go that way. Yeah, Paul Walker is trying to free Steve Zahn. This is the version I saw. He's trying to free Steve Zahn, 
and the police arrive and he he can hear this so he rushes back in the room and the tension is building because he's trying to free his girl well not his girlfriend um his childhood friend from her trap her and name's vanna okay yeah well lit and he knocks her <laughs> over right as the door right as the cops open the door and the shotgun fires so it's like for a moment you're like is she dead or are they both dead who knows but no they're both fine and something that would never happen in real life ever Paul Walker's like don't shoot don't shoot right. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go outside I'm gonna go out he says Come don't on. you dare shoot <laughs> Yeah, and the cops are just standing there. I, props to the cops. Nowadays, cops props. like shoot you anyway, no matter what. <laughs> yeah. Right? They just shoot your ass. Hey, yeah, I don't blame them. Kind of. Um, in that situation, I really don't. Fuck all these people. They're fucking all crazy. I don't know what's going on. Yeah. Um, they they could all be crazy. You you just got called there. You don't know what's happening. There's a killer. Everyone's dead. It's like what the fuck is this? Now there's a chick on the floor. A shotgun tied to a door. Fuck this guy. Yeah, so I get it. I get it. I really do. But they don't. They don't. The cop. Props to the cops. They don't shoot him. Props Paul to Walker. The cops, yo. Yeah, he runs out the back, and he fucking gets Steve down from his Jesus Christ position, but he's still all caught up in the rebar. And he's like, "No, no, no! Don't shoot us! Shoot the truck!" Because in the distance, a fucking eighteen wheeler is approaching at full speed, and the cops are just shooting at it, shooting at it, blah blah blah. They're Danny DeVito on It's Always Sunny. They just started mm-hmm. blasting without any thought, any thought whatsoever. They're just like, yeah, fuck this truck. Let's shoot it. <laughs> and the truck, the, at the last second, Paul Walker gets Steve Zahn out of the way. The cops get right. out of the way. The mo- the truck crashes into the fucking motel and destroys everything. And um, all three of our main characters are all Lived. alive. And we find... Um, Vena's friend who got kidnapped earlier in the film tied up in the in the the semi somehow right. she lived through the crash and the shots and the shooting yeah yeah you know, so she she's fine so that's that's the well it let's well, go a little bit further well yeah we need to go a little further because I was like all right really everyone lives there's no threat left this and that but what I like is that you find out that Rusty Nail didn't die in the uh, shooting of the crash because mm-hmm. that was the dead body of the ice truck, the ice road mm-hmm. trucker, as it <laughs> were, that was in the in the cab. So Rusty Nail's still out there, and he comes back on the CB later, or actually right there, and does this little thing about the rain and how it washes everything clean. And that's why I think this guy's a serial killer. I think he just does this and this little speech about the rain washing everything clean is just his way of saying like none of it don't matter he's not gonna get caught this is just his cycle alternate endings to this well before we get to the alternate endings carly let's let's wrap this up with you for the for the ending of this film seeing it growing up 
what were you expecting to happen and were you satisfied with how this movie finally paid off? Um, I think it's hard to say what I thought when I was younger. I I don't remember the first time I saw this. I know I was pretty young because my dad actually introduced me to this. He used to always go around being like candy cane and stuff like that. Nice. <laughs> Your yeah, dad's think, a 10. <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. Yeah. But, uh, so I don't remember exactly what I thought per se, but I've always liked how it wrapped up because... I'm the type, I don't know, I'm kind of a sissy. I like, I like a good ending, like a happy ending where everyone lives, which I mean, you could say it's kind of a bad ending because I mean, Rusty Nails is still out there on the loose and then you get these horrible sequels to this movie. So it's definitely a bad ending. But, um, <laughs> I haven't seen the sequels. So yeah. Yeah. They're, I was kind of worried about that. Yeah. yeah they're not, very cheap, very yeah. just like cash and horrible. Yeah, you're not missing much. You really aren't missing much. Yeah, but but no, I I've always I've always liked how it wraps up. It's kind of you know it's like sinister. Uh, you know, you get that last line, and that always it always gives me goosebumps, no matter what. Um, and yeah, so yeah, I, I've always been satisfied with it. That's kind of where I'm at. Grindhouse, can you give us the alter the alternate endings of this movie? Well, as I know it, there are three. Um, so. Kind of like I said earlier, there's uh, at least three that show you who Rusty Nail is. I mean, pretty much in all the alternate endings, Rusty Nail dies in some form. Uh, there's a a couple of them where they have Paul Walker driving a semi and he crashes it through a building and and kills the guy. Um, there's some yeah, where I've they seen, have. I've seen that one. Okay, yeah, and there's a couple of where they have uh, Paul Walker and. Steve's on who I still want to punch in the mouth. I don't know why, but I still do. Um, they actually, they, they get out and they are in a cop car and they commandeer the cop car and then they go and pull over the semi. And Steve's on is walking up to it, pretending that he's a cop all while Paul Walker is breaking into the trailer to save, um, the uh, friend of, uh, uh Charlotte. Yeah. Well, they're trying to save Shaw, but they're also trying to save Lilo Dallas Multipass because she's in there too. She's like tied up in the back of the truck. None of it is super. I mean, I don't think it changes the ending all that much, but kind of like I said pre show, this ending is the best one because we never see him. Let's, let's fucking give our final thoughts and ratings on Joyride. Um, I'll go first and, um, Carly will go last. She brought this to the table. So. I want Carly to get the last say on this film. I will say for me, I really enjoy Steve Zahn's character and Paul Walker. I love them as brothers. I think they're really fun. Uh, I would love an alternate version where Tobey Maguire is there and Sylvester Stallone is fucking Rusty Nell. I would love to see that just the same way that Matthew Broderick was almost cast as Walter White in Breaking Bad. I wouldn't change it, but I'd love to see it. I would just love to see it. So I would love to see that version. Uh, this movie is full of fucking fun, funny moments, suspense, thrills, memorable lines, nothing groundbreaking when it comes to the uh, cinematography or the score. But that's not what this movie is all about. It's more about the story and the characters. And I think the characters and the story shine through. I would give this movie a 10 for nostalgia, but if I'm going to give it a real score after watching it, I'm going to give this movie a 9 out of 10. It's not quite like, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite horror films ever, 
but it's been around so long. And I used to love it when I was a kid that I'd give it that nostalgia 10. I would give it that. But for a rating, I'll give it a 9 out of 10. I think it's really fun. And Steve Zahn's a goddamn 10. So he almost elevates the whole thing for me because I'm just a Steve Zahn fanboy. So he can do no wrong in my book. And that's where I'll rest. Uh, 9 out of 10 for Jar Ride from T-Boo, ultimately. Grindhouse, you've seen this a few times. What do you think? Yeah, I have seen it a few times. I'll tell you what, watching the um, alternate endings and the deleted scenes for this movie actually uh, like elevated it for me um, because now I know what it could have been and I'm glad that it wasn't. So to your pal, uh, Steve Zahn, yeah, I still want to punch him in the face. I don't know why. He just <laughs> bugs me as a human being. Paul Walker, those deep blue eyes and that gorgeous blonde hair, he can make sweet love to me anytime he wants to. I love it. Lily Subisky, I she is a great actress. They could have done more with her. Keeping <sighs> Rusty Nail off screen the entire movie and just having him be a voice is super profound. Yeah. It, super fun. Um it, like every 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 line that he has is profound in this movie. Uh, there's some things that left me a little bit lacking. There's some goofs in the movie that I saw, whatever else. Um super fun. Um, like I said, it was it, it was dual but done better. Um, so for me, and I'm a picky fucker, but this movie is a seven and a half. Um, I really liked it. I really liked it. Um, nice, nice. Takes me back to a place where I was young and understood the value of a road trip with your friends. Um, assuming that you didn't fuck with somebody and they didn't want to kill you. But at the same time, there's a piece of me that uh, watching this again today, that it's like, there's a lesson to be learned here and it's like maybe just don't fuck with people because you can like don't be a douchebag so what's your rating seven point five seven point all right yep nice i think that's a good very, rating very good um, movie. very good movie. ricky what do you think about this movie starring steve zahn the ghost of paul walker and lulu seabiscuit what do you think um <laughs> so as far as lulu seabiscuit paul walker and Steve Zahn and Buffalo Bill, I love them all. Mm -hmm. This movie was funny. This movie is not what I expected. I, I thought I had seen this before, but I was wrong. First so time watch, my first baby. time watch today. Yeah, uh, it was funny. It had some really good suspense. I agree that keeping him pretty much off camera through 99.9% of the movie was the right move because just that voice is so prominent. Uh -huh. I think the acting was right on. I think some of the writing was goofy, but it was fun. It was in a fun way, so it doesn't matter. You know, like like I said, with the cops being like, no, y'all get out of here. Leave our state borders. <laughs> you, know? you, got until, you got until tomorrow to get the hell out of Wyoming, he said. I right. Think. You know, Why are of, they in Wyoming all of a sudden? Some of it's kind of goofy, but, you know, it, it's it's forgivable because this movie's just a ride. Well, and I would like to note for the record that both Paul Walker and Ted Levine meet again in cinema in the first Fast and Furious movie. Just saying. Nice. Just nice, saying. Nice, nice, I think nice. that came out the same year as this. 2001. Oh, shit. 2001. That yeah. makes sense. You know, this movie had some very Fast and Furious shit in it. Uh, but yeah. uh, oh, for a rating, I'm feeling a, let's call it an 8. 8.5, 8, 8.25. Uh, 8. We'll do 8.25. 
No, nah, fuck it. Just an eight. <laughs> it might grow on me more. Well, shit. <laughs> well, shit. That's just fine, candy cane. Candy cane. All right, Carly, um, bring us home. All right. Yeah, like I said, I grew up with this one. Um, a lot of nostalgia for it. Uh, I really like, I've always just been a big fan of the road horror movies and it is funny they're always like set in the desert states it seems like you don't ever see a road horror movie that's like in new hampshire or anything like that <laughs> um so i've always i don't know i've always liked this and like the hitcher dole the car all all that stuff i've uh-huh. always been a big fan um it just makes me want to oh, weirdly like it makes me it always made me want to go on like a road trip even though like these are all horror yes. movies where bad right. stuff happens to people but like growing up, I was like, I want to like travel. Like these look like cool places they're in and stuff. But... Carly, Carly, let's let's go fight the tall man. We'll yeah. Kill the yeah, there you go. We'll go like, kill yeah, the fucking yeah. tall man. Yeah, nice. Another Work good that phantasm man, boy. <laughs> yeah, boy. Yeah. But no, this is a lot of fun of a movie. I I mean I I've always liked all the characters in it too. Like even the side characters, the main characters. I just find them all likable in a way in their own little ways so uh that makes the film all the more easy to watch um so yeah i give this a nine out of ten you know it might be a high rating but i'm in the same boat as like travis where i'm like oh you know it's like a 10 out of 10 for nostalgia but i would give it a nine because i recognize it's not like a perfect movie by any means there's a lot of ridiculous a lot of ridiculous stuff that goes on that you have to suspend your disbelief and all that but um i don't care i love it that's the Hell. attitude we love over here. Fuck yeah. yeah. Looking forward to the storm. Keeps everyone inside. Washes everything clean. So thank you so much, Carly. And before we fucking sign off tonight, I would like you to please tell all the nightclub folks where they can find you, where they can hear you, where they can follow you. Please give us the rundown. Alright, yeah, there's not a lot to it, because I really don't, I honestly don't do a whole lot of podcasting anymore besides guest spots, but I do have the Slumber Party Massacre show that I do with um my girlies, Lacey Lou, Nikki Kay, Rebecca Reinhardt, and Heather Powell. Um, That's a lot of fun, and that is a monthly show that we release, and it can be found on the Cut to the Chase feed, which is Lacey and Dan Chase's uh main show but that is also where the slumber party massacre show can be found if you are looking for it um so yeah definitely check that out it's uh a lot of fun um and like i said there is an episode where they talk about joyride and ironically i had to miss that episode i think i was sick or had something come up that day but yeah so definitely check that out and yeah if you want you can add me on the facebook just carly sonnefelt or the Instagram, which is Carly Allison 317 and, you know, I'm always sharing, like, different movies I'm in, stuff like that, and just random personal crap if you're into stalking my personal life, so. Oh, like how, you di- like how you dyed your hair black? Yes, yes, that's, that's breaking <laughs> news. <laughs> I saw that recently, and I was like, hell yeah, that's a good look, I like it. Thanks, thanks. Yeah, I, uh, I think I'm gonna keep it. I always, I, my hair is like naturally like a dirty blonde, light brown color, and um, I like to dye it black. I, I, I've always liked the darker colors. It's just kind of a pain in the butt to keep up with. But I think I'm gonna try to stick with the black for a while. 
I think it looks awesome, and um, that's dope. And you. you know, I I love that you came back to the show. I know the first time it's like, you know, who are these guys? What are we doing? But you've also been on Joe Blow Horror Show, which I'm a co-host on, and and you kind of right. know me through there. And but um, I really appreciate you came back to the nightclub and and did a guest spot with us because I enjoy talking to you. I'm I'm speaking for Rickles and Grindhouse when I say that. Well, I don't. That's have okay. to. You don't have to. I'm yeah, gonna, I don't. We have love to. having. Gonna we say love that's having a, you. Yeah, that's a, that's a little forward. It's fun. Speaking for me. It's fun. Um, but anyway, that's right. Yeah, the nightclub. Travis's nightclub. Travis's nightclub. It is what it is. Um, and so <laughs> yes, thank you is. for being on the show. And we can't wait to see all your film projects. I haven't yes. seen fucking yes, Bathtub yes. Shark Attack yet, but we're gonna all watch that together. And if you're free, and I will message you about this, and I'm gonna hear this back, so I'll know to do it. If you're free and you feel like it, come and watch it with us, and we'll all have a good time. And um, yeah, for, yeah, for sure, I would love that'd be fun. Hell, the fucking yeah! Can't wait to see your other projects. And um, fuck yeah! Thank you for bringing Joyride to us. It was a blast. Yeah, thank you. Yeah, thanks guys again for having me. And yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad you guys all like the movie, and I'm glad I got to talk about it because it's a movie I enjoy, and that makes podcasts all the more fun when it's a film that. You like, obviously. So. Oh yeah. Nas, I need Nas. <laughs> Stay spooky and keep the goddamn hell away from a CB radio. Don't fuck with truckers. Embrace the way of the road and make sure you fire your piss jug straight. <laughs> <laughs> You know what I would do if I was there right now? I'd make you feel good.
last night. 